When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Talk Recorded live. And uh, are you going to minimize your way of approach? Because not everybody's a revolutionary. And the fear is keeping people away from coming together. As they should. Now, what can you do about that?
right, Black Power, BB48, Mount Hotel, Broken the Feet on the Ground Radio. This is your brother, Born. Thank y'all for tuning in tonight. Think Tank Thursday, so let's open it up with the praise to the ancestors of praise and eternal glory to Garvey, long live the spirit of Dr. Khaled Abdul Muhammad, praise Harriet Tubman, glory to Ida B. Wells, long live the spirit of Sister Fanny Luhamer. All right, now, family, what's going on out there tonight? We got a, a special coming in tonight. We got a special for Think Tank Thursday. We got our brother and Yami and Boutou coming in, and we're going to be dealing with the the ideology of revolution. You know, we're going. To, the question is out there: what what has happened to our revolutionary ideology? That's the question on the floor, brought to us by our brother Ngame. So we're going to allow the brother to go in. Let me get into my chat room properly, so I can make sure that um, you know, this is a, you know, this is a community. Uh, session, it's going to be, or the family going to be able to get in, but first let me go ahead and I'm going to close the lines first, make sure I got the brother and Yami in, let him, let him go into what he want to go into, and then we'll open up the lines for the, for the uh, rest of the callers and the co-hosts, and we'll move forward. That's my, my chat room ever open up. All right, let me try that one more time. Well, brother, is brother and y'all may already out there? The BB48 family, this me. All right, BB48. What's going on tonight, family? How you doing? Everything's good and yourself. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing black plastic every day up better than down. So, you know, we're moving forward. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, so, you know, hopefully this the topic, you know what I mean? I know the topic going to go well. Um, definitely we're going to put in some, some good points. Uh, you know, in this time where I get this thing opened up, man, can you give the people some, you know, a little bit of background about yourself? All right. I'm brother in Yami. I live out here in Dallas, Texas. I'm a member of the United States of Africa Revolutionary Party. Started by brother uh, Tiemba Bendele, <clears throat> who was a uh, strong revolutionary here in uh, Dallas, Texas. He, he started the party. It's uh, affiliated with the party, uh, the revolutionary party that uh, Kwame and Tur- uh, Kuma started. Kwame uh, Turi was a part of the All-African People's Revolutionary Party. Uh, he changed the name. I got a little back, back feet. Okay. He changed the name uh, just to have a little bit uh autonomy here in uh, Dallas, Texas, to the United States of Africa Revolutionary Party. <clears throat> Being a member here, I've, I've learned so much on revolutionary ideology uh, I think all of our people need to be uh, involved with some type of organization, and it just—it's just an education. It's not. And first of all, I want to say I don't—I don't ever talk about any armed struggle over the airways. So, basically, it's just a political education on how we should construct ourselves. 
in society um, <clears throat> that's the gist of of the political party what they now when he passed he left over he left the um his wife who's the uh, leader of the party a sister she's running the pan african connection down here in dallas texas if you're in the area, you should visit the Dallas Connection. I mean, the Pan-African Connection here in Dallas. Uh, lots of culture there. Lots of events go there. Uh, it's a staple of Pan-African culture here in the DFW area. Uh, I'm originally from New Orleans. There, uh, I did a lot of work in the area of, uh, in the electrical field, where I educated people on the different trades, the trade union, and um, I think that's where we need to go. We need, that's not the only area, but my area of expertise is back to the trades, the, the skilled trades, and start to uh, change our communities, such as uh, the carpentry, the electrical, the havoc, plumbing, building other houses, um, trying to put together a program here in Dallas where we, we do those training for our people. One moment, brother, and got me so so I can go ahead. And, uh, finally, got control of my board. Okay. Brother, and got me. That's you. All right. Is that you, brother, and got me? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? All right. That's you right there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hold, hold on. Sister Camille, is that you? Black Power. Peter yeah. Fogier. The family. All right. Um, that's our Sister McKee. All right. Brother Tell. All right. Um. All right, I got everybody's line open correct right now. And then we'll, we'll open up the other the other lines in a couple moments. But, um, well, yeah, family, that's a, you know, that's a nice, extensive background. You know what I mean? It seems like you've been, you know, uh, I've I spoken to you, you know, several times, you know, learned a couple of things that you've done, done in your own life, dealing with, you know, uh, some African thoughts, at least dealing with the children, you know, maintaining a homeschooling environment and things of that nature, just, you know, um, and I've I've heard heard what, what I would say, um, um, you know, I've dialogued with you several times in, in other venues, you know, um, the, well, you know, the Google chat and things of that nature, and you always come come with a African first, second, and third mentality as far as, as, far 
was any time that I've heard, you know, heard you speak, um, very well spoken, or you know, and all, you know, well and well studied. You know what I mean? And um, so you know, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and roll with the show, and uh, and deal with and deal with the subject at hand. And we, you know, um, what happened to the revolutionary ideology? And and before you, and before you start off, you say that your ideology is founded upon the um, United African. Give me that one more time. The United African. It's called the United States of Africa Revolutionary Party. All right, United States of Africa. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. Excuse me. United States of Africa Revolutionary Party. All right, then. All right, family. So um, I would assume that's, that's your main background, which would come from uh, Kwame Nkrumah, which I would say, you know, that would be a follow-up to some things that Garvey also put across. Would I be correct in saying that? Yes, absolutely. It's a it's a Pan African organization. He was a he was Nkuma was influenced by Garvey, big time. So when he took that uh, influence back to Africa, uh, he came up with his ideology. Um, it has uh, aspects of scientific socialism. That's I mean. That's the revolutionary part that he took, but what he did, he made he made it African. He took the African perspective, and he made it African-centered for African people mm-hmm. that they can come against, at that time, what was imperialism and colonialism. So it's a methodology on how we face the European. All right. So, oh, black power. There's somebody in the back. Oh, somebody might got in the background. Um, there's a couple of the family members' lines open, and um, you know, if you got anything going on in your background, just make sure you you know you can line then and on uh, your line already open, so you can just come in when you feel like it. But um. We're going to get on with what happened to our revolutionary ideology. And uh, come on, brother, sit the, uh, uh, come on, set this course for us. And, I, you know, we'll have some questions and everybody will add on, you know, because when, you, when, when that statement is, is made, it's, it's made in a sense how I see it, as though the ideology has waned or something has changed in it that ain't good, that, you know, for uh, – for better or worse, but something has changed. So, so, so brother, it's on you, family. All right, family, I got my son with me, so uh, right, I'm going to hear him. We don't mind it, Bobo. We don't mind it, Bobo. Okay. Don't mind it. You know, we're going to we gonna have to work through the baby. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we'll work through that. We'll work through that. All right. Right, I just got a, a couple of points before I want the family to get in because I love the family discussion. Uh, just the, the first point I want to make is um, from my obs- observations is that we just don't love ourselves. And when I talk about love, I'm not talking about the European version of love. I'm talking about the love that is birthed from being around family. 
you know, the father, the mother, the child, the love of community. I think for this phase of revolutionary education and revolutionary movement, we're going to have to first love ourselves and love our family and love our people. That's going to carry us through. Uh, We have to see ourselves as one big community, one big family, because if not, we're going to easily um, be picked off and picked apart. And I I think that was something that was missing uh, at the end of the 60s into the 70s and into the 80s. It's just a love of who we are as an African people, Mm -hmm. Uh, a love of our struggle, a love where our ancestors have got us to this point. Uh, I think that's huge. We we have to develop that. We have to, even though we see our brothers making mistakes, we have to love through the mistakes. Now, I'm not saying somebody that's anti-African, somebody that wants to destroy us, that we love them. No. We deal with them as a family should deal with the enemy. But within the family, we have to develop a strong love. Uh, I think that's I think I think that's very important. Um, I think also we have to know that we are an African people. Uh, I I believe that's important. Uh, I think a lot of times that was missing in the earlier days to understand that we are an African people that were kidnapped off of our African land. Um, and one of the tools used to divide us is to start saying that we're Asiatic or we're Aboriginal to the whole planet. Those were tools to divide us. But if we start to understand that we're African, as Kwame Ture said, we're Africans in America, we're Africa in Haiti, we're Africans in the Dominican Republic, we're Africans in Brazil, we're Africans all over this planet, but we're Africans first. I think we have to have that frame of mind. The fundamental problems that we face as African people who are scattered all over the world is our lack of political education, our lack of mass revolutionary political organization, and our lack of dedicated revolutionary cadre. And cadre is a small group of people trained for a particular purpose. It's an ideological problem. So the solution, we should solve it ideologically meaning we should all have this basic revolutionary ideology when we deal in the forms of politics and economics. In a a revolutionary ideology, uh, it's just basically a method for understanding and predicting social and economic and political phenomena. By examining these historical trends, through the use of a scientific method in order to derive probable outcomes and probable future developments. 
So let's take the issue of Flint, Michigan. We see a problem in Flint, Michigan. Our organization and our revolutionary ideological skills, we should go to Flint and solve those problems. But because we don't have that organization or those skills, we're left to depending on donations, the federal government who put Flint, Michigan in the situation. We're depending on them to solve the problem. But we know they're not going to solve the problem. They're just going to keep the people in Flint in, uh, in a worse state that they was in before. But because we, we're not educated, and it has to be a revolutionary uh, uh, education, because if it's not, then we're not going to be able to stand up against the forces that keep putting us in these same positions. See, it's not simply just economics. And it's simply not just education. Okay, bro. It's, we, are, we are in a struggle to control our own land, our own resources, and to control the fruit of our labor. We're in a struggle. We are in a war that we control those aspects of life. And, be, and since we're in that struggle, then we have to be revolutionary in the ways that we fight back. See, it's an evolutionary process when things take its natural course. See, if things take its natural course, we will control our own issues and we will solve those problems on our own. But every time it seems like we get a step forward, there's a force that comes against us to keep us in uh, submission to them, and we know that's the European. So our political education has to be revolutionary in its strategy. That way we look at past events, and through that methodology, we're able to solve our problems because we know the trends. <clears throat> we all know that the European plan 10 20, 30, and 40 years ahead. Where is our school of thought? Where is our political party that's planning ahead for us? We know in any type of situation who they send down. Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, the same political nonsense that got us in these problems. They send them down. The issue, you know, is, is publicized and then blown over. Nothing happens. We keep getting the same results because we're, we are not taking control of our political, economic, and social lives. Um, I want to get back to what happened to us. In the 60s, we had a strong revolutionary movement happening with the Black Panthers, um, various different groups, where our people got tired of being attacked. So they said, we're going to stand up for ourselves. We're going to take control of our neighborhood. What happened, and I can never feel the shoes of a Martin Luther King, 
he sacrificed his life for people. But they used Martin Luther King to integrate our societies because they saw the revolutionary moves we were making. It was inevitable. But to integrate us into their society, the trade-off was they took control of our schools. They took control of the policing of our people. They took control of our economy. And consequently, they killed off all those revolutionary leaders. We moved into the area, into the era of integration. A certain percentage, what we call made it out of the inner city, but a large percentage stayed and under a certain amount of hell. That percentage that made it out sacrificed the majority of our people. <clears throat> we went through the era of crack cocaine in the 80s, in the 90s, uh, the industrial prison complex. And those things are repeating itself once again here in 2016. If we don't take control, we face the same thing. Our children will face the same thing. Our children's children will face the same thing. We have to take a revolutionary stance to change it. Now, I don't have all the answers, but if we work together with this methodology, we can solve these problems as a people. And that's just my take on uh, where we at with revolutionary ideology. We can start the, the discussion. Yes, sir. Methodology, if you could elaborate on that, 
out the gate for me. Okay. You would you like me to go now? I should. Hello, can you hear me? Okay. Uh huh. The methodology. Okay. Let's well, take. First, can you go ahead? Can you do what when you say revolution? What behavior are you talking about? What do you, what, what do you mean by that? By power. Brother Yami, I think you might have muted your line. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened just now. I don't know what happened to the brother line. Brother line drop. Brother line drop. So once we come back in, we'll we'll get back. We'll we'll get back on it. But on overall, the uh, the point of the question, even it being a question of uh, what happened to our revolutionary ideology, that you know, um, it got watered down. Right? It got watered down, and we're picking it back up right now and reshaping it and reframing it. That's what happened to the revolutionary ideology. I think the ideology changed into, uh, it changed, it changed along with the, it changed with the times when it, when it changed with the times, even though it had not completed the task. You know what I mean? It changed along with the times, even though the task of making sure that we got free never never had occurred. So we should have stuck with the first, you know, the first wave. And then once time changed, you know, as the brother was talking about the integration and all that, once that, once that popped up, once the integration popped up, that right there was a major blow to the revolutionary ideology because it changed the revolutionary ideology from being the ideology of um, do for self and it's, it's us to American. We got to, we really trying to change America for the better. It ain't about changing just black, it's change America. America's what's wrong. It ain't no specific people. It ain't nobody you can put the finger on. It's just the system. Is wrong, and so that that says just move forward, and then the revolution got the torch got passed over to it, the revolution is for the for the Mexicans. The Mexicans is in the revolution, and then it's just a, it's a fags revolution now, and that's what happened. It, it, the ideology to move with the time, and, and because we never took control of it, as our you know we never took control of it when it started to slip. When we seen it slipping, we didn't take control of it. But now we see the the shattered pieces, and we picking them up, putting them back together, reorganizing everything, and getting ourselves back on the right track. Because we know the the um, the main staple in any revolution is is the science of war, and that's coming. So tune in now. Um, let me see. Yeah, we got the brother back on the line. Let me 
All right. Yeah, peace, family. I don't know what what part I fell off on. Uh, well, we didn't hear it. Just it just went out. We didn't hear you. We didn't hear you even explain. Not I didn't hear one word come out of your mouth. Oh, you did. No, you didn't hear one All right. word. <laughs> All right. Well, what I was saying is, it, ha- it it's a total revolution of how we govern our land take control of the land, how we grow our own food, uh, how we uh, market our food, the type of grocery stores that we control and own, how we educate ourselves, um, the type of economy we have as we relate to each other within that economy, how we protect our possessions and our resources, and what type of uh, legacy and uh, life that we live to our children. That's what I mean by uh, revolution. And that means what? I'm sorry. I'm still lost. Like, you, if, if I go step by step, so let's say I live in... I'm from New Orleans. Let's take New. I'm from New Orleans, but I live in Dallas. Let's take New Orleans, where it's seventy-five percent African or Black. The first step that the people of New Orleans have to have is we have to control our environment. So the first step is to organize the people and organize ourselves to where we take control of our stores. We take control of our schools. I mean, th- that would be the first steps. And whatever uh, whatever problems we have, we solve those problems within ourselves. Does that help you understand what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So what is the revolutionary? You said a method. Is that your methodology? You just gave the first step of the methodology, or that's something different? Yeah, that's that's that will be the first steps. That will be the first steps, and within the education of the ideology, we can identify the problems that will occur. We can identify um, who's rising up against us within our own ranks. We can identify uh, when there's outside forces coming in and corrupting the systems that we um, that we produce. So the methodology not only helps produce the society, but it also identifies the corruption that comes up within society. So like the Black Panther Party, they had agents within the party um, that they depended Let's use that as an example. So now show me how, because I still, I I would like for you to uh, explain in detail what it is you mean 
when you say revolutionary methodology. But let's take them as you use for an example. You okay. know, um, show me how that would have prevented what happened. Okay, let's let's take um, if we would have got if we was in the party, you and I, and somebody sends me a note and says, Kenya is doing such and such. She's subverting all the ideologies of the party, and she's getting ready to start her own her own movement. Instead of me acting. Just off of that word, I will have a protocol to go by. I will have to meet you face-to-face in front of the people. I mean, the biggest part is in front of the people. Meet you face-to-face in front of the people and ask you to explain your moves, your motives. And then the people decide whether, see, it's, it's up to the people. We bring it before the people. Let the people decide. Are you worthy to continue in your position? Because what is bigger, uh, no one person is bigger than the movement. That that will be a part of the methodology. Or if one person is failing in their duty, it's up to the people to remove that person. So it becomes a people's movement and not just an individual's movement. So if you take out one person, the movement still go still continue. Not it's not just built on uh, one great mind, but the people will be educated along with the leadership. What is the revolutionary methodology? It's it's uh, education. It's not just. Um, it's not just it's a revolutionary ideology. It's um The methodology the, is an ideology. Yes, yes, it's an ideology and it has within it its method. So let's say on the first we just bringing you in. Now we're gonna go over Some of our leaders' work. Maybe we read four different books from our different leaders, and we go over their works. We go over their plan, and we talk about it and discuss it to where you have a full grasp of what this particular person. Let's say it's Kwame Ture, what he's talking about, or it's uh, Amos Wilson, what he's talking about. It's an it's a, a deep education of our people within the organization that every member has to go through this so we be we're all on the same level we all have the same education so whatever problems we face we face it as an educated people that's the ideology that's the method that there's no one person greater than the other Is this something you came up with, brother? No, no, it's not. Where did this come from? This is Kwame and Ture? Nkuma. 
Nkuma or something? Yeah, yeah. Kwame Nkuma and Seiko and it's, his, it's his plan. It's like a plan for revolution that he came up with. This is his philosophy. Yes, yes. Which one? I mean, his his philosophy is also his plan. This is what he used to overcome imperialism in Ghana.
African-centered education and our studying of young history. So that's where I'm at with so far. Okay. Um, I definitely agree with that. We got, um, you know, it's a love for each other. And a love for, the love for self brings out that love for each other. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's, uh, that's another key point. And as you, as you were speaking earlier, I definitely agree. You know, um, our, our revolutionary ideology has been um, diluted, you know. But, um, you know, uh, just yesterday, uh, you know, we gave praise to the to the ancestors, Huey P. Newton, uh, Khalid Abdul Muhammad, and we also gave and we also gave up to the we bigged up the spirit of Nat Turner, come back in the in the form of Colin Ferguson. Black Power. You know, on that faithful on that faithful day in New York on that train ride. Decided that he needed some, 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 some different type of justice. You know what I mean, real justice out here. So you know, um, got to feel sympathetic to our brother, Cole Ferguson. Um, but with that being said, though, we got the we got the lines open. We got a couple of other family members out there. If y'all want to get in on on this conversation, we go. Hold up, I seen. I believe this, this line was open earlier. Well, does revolutionary? So I want to understand something too, um, because you know uh, the the revolution has to take for me. It has to start in the mind, you know, and that's undoing um, the Eurocentric psyche, the white defense mechanisms that's set up in our minds that has also uh, breeded uh, traitors, you know, and. Uh, stagnation in terms of our progress in um, overthrowing the enemy. I want to know where does in the brother Nkuma's template was there religions of perversion? I mean, where is this here? Wait, say that, uh, you said religions of perversion? Yeah. Um, can you be a black revolutionary and have the ideologies of religion? No, he doesn't get into, like, your personal belief, but as a collective, it's... It, Religion is not the, the the point or the center point of revolution. Peace, black so family. Oh, peace. Hold on one second, Queen. Just as the brother finishes his statement, he can come on in. Okay. That, this is um. Nkuma always talks about the the scientific methods. Of revolution, and he 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 does that because he doesn't want to include any type of uh, religion, because religion, especially uh, what we have today, is a point of contention and a point of division. 
but if we keep it on um, making sure that it's about the people, uh, it, it's always about the uh, the betterment of the people that we have been exploited and that we should overcome exploitation and fight it wherever it is on this planet. And that whatever type of system or government we set up, it should always put the people first to take care of the people's um, natural needs as far as their food, their clothing, their housing. That That's the focal point of revolution. And it has always been, if you throw... If you throw religion in there, it gets convoluted and <clears throat> it starts to have this hierarchical system where the priest and the king is above everybody. But uh, it's about the people. It's about the health and welfare of the people. And that's where we have to have the center point, the focal point of any revolution that we get involved with. It's the... Uh, the health and welfare of the people. Okay. Uh, Sister, when you come in, can you please just give your name first and then and then go ahead with your uh, question or comment? Thank you, um, This is Queen Sarabi here. Um, I actually didn't have a question. I just had a comment. Um, I heard the sister ask, can you be you know, a black revolutionary and and still be uh, a part of religion? And the answer to that question is yes. Um, if we look to Marcus Garvey, you know, he was a Christian, but he brought all of those people together under the guise of, you know, just black power, just empowering ourselves and, doing for self, and you can do that. If you leave people's religion out of it or what they believe in out of it and they bring their their black power with them, then that's really all you need at the end of the day because then that unifies the people um, when it comes to what's going to happen in the end. And I have some notes here. I don't have Kwame Nkrumah's actual notes, but I do have uh, notes about revolution and what revolution is, Queen, if you if you want to know. I know if, what it is. I wanted to know what he meant by when he said it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Right. And I have to let both of y'all know, I completely disagree with you, and I can show and prove how uh, religion or perversion cannot reside in a revolutionary's mind. Not no African-centered revolutionary. Not no African looking to get Marcus Garvey retribution on a cracker beast. Uh, and uh, I like to identify that Agent uh, 008 was a goddamn Christian, as well as Agent P138, both black men. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, that took out Marcus Garvey. Uh, my bad, that was fine for J. Edgar Hoover. Uh, we all know Marcus Garvey is how the FBI got started and COINTELPRO. Well, yeah, they got the COINTELPRO got started to take down Marcus Garvey, though. 
Not, That's what I'm talking about. I'm I'm saying when it got started, it got started because of Marcus Garvey. Yeah. FBI got started because of Marcus Garvey. All right. And Pro, uh, people like to say starting in the 60s. No, Marcus Garvey was the first uh, African warrior taken out by. I'd like to make a comment on the. I'd like to make a comment real quick on the uh, statement of of uh, religion, and you know, uh, I hear the a lot of times. A lot of times, people uh, tend to look towards Marcus Garvey and state, you know, the the obvious fact that at this point in time he was a Christian. It was early 1900s. Uh, our people had had not really seen the proper, uh, the, the hadn't received the proper education at that point in time for them to have changed their uh, religious ideology or theology at that point in time. So when we're harking back to 100 years ago and think of Marcus Garvey, we have to look at the time, at the time um, and day that he was in and those things that he was about. And we can also look at the transitions of some people who were maybe not uh, right there around that same time frame. And one of the greatest examples is Dr. Yosef ben Yakinen, who at a point in time, you know, he was, um, he claimed to be a Hebrew Israelite, but through, um, through study, you know what I mean, and um, time and recognition of, of facts that came about in Africa where Marcus Garvey told us that we would have to look to the game back our real uh, identity, you know, through time, things change. So we, we learn that the religions that we carry are perverted religions that, you know, that mean us no harm because they were derived through uh, very dubious manners and, and give us deities that have no uh, African validity and no historical validity either upon, on top of that. And a real revolutionary cannot keep going around with um, such historical folly going on in his mind because it would make, you know, we, we can't just keep being engendered to um, fiction because that's how we get, you know, we got to deal in, in the reality of our situation. So, you know, when we say revolution, or when I think of revolution, I know and understand that revolution comes with the, with all-out war. You know, uh, Malcolm X said it, said it the best that, you know, when you mentioned revolution, you remember,
I read it. The three stages of the Negro in contact with the white man. I believe as far as the Negro is concerned politically, that there are three stages relating to our contact with the white man. The first stage in the life of the Negro in the Western Hemisphere was the stage when the white man shackled us in Africa and brought us here and kept us for 250 years. During this period, we worked and received no recommends, no pay for our labor, and we were satisfied because of the white man's Christian teaching. Learn to labor and wait. The second stage was the thing called emancipation, which we have enjoyed for 58 years. The stage came when they gave us partial freedom in a petty existence by way of wages, and we were satisfied during this stage to do just what they told us to do. We worked for small wages and voted Republican, Democrat, and so forth until 58 years. We decided that change was necessary. Now we have entered into the third stage of our existence, wherein we say to the white man, after 250 years of slavery and 58 years of partial freedom, under your leadership, we are going to try, but 50 years under our own discretion. This new stage calls for all the manhood within the race and means that we must throw off all the conditions that affected us in the first and second stages and go out and do acquit ourselves like men in the economic, industrial, and political arena. And who, who spoke them words? Can you, can you Marcus Garvey. Okay, Marcus Garvey. Where was that? And where was that from? Black Power. Philosophies and Opinions. Right. Philosophies, opinions, and Marcus Garvey. Black Power. Black power. Black power. Also, I don't want anybody to get anything twisted um, because he said something about political and economic. Uh, Trying to find it. But he do also say that some blood going to have to be shed. I just wanted to say that, you know, don't get thrown off by that. Thank you. Black power. I right, say so now, um, we moving down the line. We got a couple lines open. Brother Rahe Ru, I see you out there. I think that's Brother Cause out there. I see Brother Tim out there. You know, if uh, anyone of the other family want to chime in on the, on the question, what happened to our revolutionary ideology, and, and maybe give a, you know, give, a, give us a little a little something that we can move with. Uh, uh, Brother Moore, can I go ahead and uh, do this little paragraph I found? Uh, oh, yeah, please, please do. Please do. Anything Marcus Garvey, you know, can go in right now. We're talking about ideology. So we can go to any, any sane man, race, or nation that desires freedom must first of all think in terms of blood. Why, even the Heavenly Father tells us that without the shedding of blood, there can be no remission of sin. Then how in the name of God with history before us do we expect to redeem Africa without preparing ourselves and some of us to die? Woo! Black power. Can we keep it real? Oh, man. Um, we see where Mark is coming from. So, as I said, the line is open. Um, yeah, the How's it? Black Power, what's going on, Black Power, man. Uh, 
I heard the brother did say one important thing, man, that I do think is is one of the first steps. You know what I'm saying of uh, of how we have to change, because what we're talking about is the change in thinking, the change of the mind, a complete, you know what I'm saying, change of the of the way of that we're thinking. You know what I'm saying? Because we have been indoctrinated to the point of being put to sleep. You know, so uh, one thing the brother said was. That, that we have to first, you know, get the people to identify themselves as Africans, you know what I'm saying? And, and that, in itself, that in itself will will link you to the past revolutionaries, you know what I'm saying, and show you what you have to fight for. It would automatically put you in the lenience to make you have to goddamn pick up the fight, you know what I'm saying, and, and give you the, the, the exact reasons why you're doing it and the people before you that have done it. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to say black power to the brother for saying that and uh, peace to the family. You know what I'm saying? Black power. Oh, and, I, and also I want to give a shout-out to the sister Quartier at Pan-African Connection. He is he is 100 with that, man. The sister is doing a beautiful thing up there. Hey, black power. Black power. Black power. Yes, indeed. Well, um, Thank her publicly for what she did last night. 
for the United African Movement. And we was looking forward to hearing Brother Bowen to call in to give some more information. But unfortunately, our recording wasn't up to par, and we failed there. But we will, we will improve that. I hope I'm coming in okay because I'm on this Bluetooth, and I'm probably getting interference. Can you hear me, Bowen? Yeah, I can hear. I can hear you, Brother PB. Okay. Okay. All right, so that's 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 my case for tonight, and I thank y'all very much for, for the opportunity. So I just sit back and listen because I have to learn. You know, I really have to learn. Thank you very much. Bye, 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 I'm gonna leave your line open if you if you could just mute your line, and I'm gonna leave you open. So if you got something to say later on, it's fine to be open. Okay. Yeah, but well, you know, and definitely again, we wanna get a, a thin that um you know those uh those kind remarks to our sister Camille went down to the U- UAM and as the brother said gave a stern lecture. So you know we you know maybe it might be you know we, we might be able to see that. We might be able to catch a clip of that right there. But we know our sister definitely um went there um strong, black, you know what I mean, uh, and a couple of feet Firmly planted on the ground, you know what I'm saying, you know, um, and said what needed to be said, you know what I mean, to the family. Said what needed to be said to the family. So thank you again, Sister Camille, for going out there and representing the Africans, you know what I mean, all Africans and in, in, in where we at, and especially being a voice for those Africans who, um, who just out here and ready. Well, Thank you. Um, I'm, I don't feel um, – it's funny the brother said that. First of all, I want to thank uh, the UAM and the brother especially for even um, bringing that in my path. And uh, I felt like um, I let them down with so much that – I felt like I didn't stay focused because there's so much that I wanted to share that I didn't share. You know what I mean? So I appreciate him um, – for the for those uh, beautiful words, right, pal? Right, pal. And we know our sister Camille went down there and did well. We know we know that. We know that she being modest, she being modest. Sister Camille being modest. Brother Bonner never did nothing like that in my life. <laughs> Didn't see this ever happening. Mm-hmm. Had it not happened the way it happened on the show and my comments prior. The brother and the sister coming on, I wouldn't have done it straight up. But I couldn't have said what I said about sharing information in front. Yeah. So can't nobody say I front. You know what I mean? Now if I, next time, like I told them, this will be the one and only. You know, come and see me on feet on the ground. That's where you can find me. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturday, Black Power. Right, probably they're gonna have Sister Camille in there to giving a lecture. Sister Camille is gonna have to give a lecture. That's what's gonna end up happening. Sister Camille needs a place to give a lecture. We need a whole Sister Camille lecture one day. Get us get us firmly back, thoroughly indoctrinated with the proper ideology. You know what I mean? Of what we need to be doing with this BB for Holy what the, what the feet on the ground queens are doing is monumental, because what it's doing is 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 showing the women's man, showing the other women out here 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, a black woman in a, in a position of, of, of able to speak this knowledge, you know what I'm saying, and goddamn still relate to the common man, to the common person. You know what I'm saying? This is so important because you're not speaking over niggas' heads. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is what I like to see right here. Because you ask what's the question of the question is what happens to what has happened to our ideological uh uh revolutionary revolutionary ideology, right? Well well goddamn, where do you get that from? It has to be put into you by the woman. You know what I'm saying? By the black woman especially, they have they have goddamn caused an all out attack on her. You know what I'm saying? To to not make her want to even put that into her seed. And this is the only reason why we here talking about it today because, I mean, somewhere, somewhere, the, a, a strong black woman was still bucking the system and putting it into us, Man. little by little, some kind of way. So I love to see what, what I'm seeing, you know what I'm saying, black power to the family. Black power, black power. Black power. I'd like to give a shout-out to my mama. Black power. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, but that's, that's definitely the the, the, um, the facts right there. What brother brother Tim is saying. You know what I mean, you know, um, you can't rise no higher than your woman, man, because she the one she's the first educator. So she's going and plus she and plus she help. She got the power of proper persuasion of the African man. Goddamn right. We ain't gonna see no revolution until we start seeing the rise of the revolutionary queens. Because my nigga, it just goes like that. Man, with goddamn, I mean, niggas, man, look, we, we, you see it every time, right? They kill, they kill a black woman, baby, right? And, and niggas be ready to go. You know what I'm saying? Ready to pop that bitch off, right? And, and what does it take to get all of them niggas to chill out? The black woman just has to say, nah, baby. Put they say put it in God's hands or let's pray or whatever they say. And they just able to calm down the masses just like that. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Ain't no niggas can do that. Hey, we ain't got no niggas right now out here that can do that, man. You know what I'm saying? This is real talk. You, this is real fucking talk, my nigga. You see what I'm saying? Yo, he don't even so, know. <laughs> he wasn't even there, and he's describing uh, the imagery that I can I wanted to convey to my family who opened their arms to the sister from around the way. And right there, the, the if black you see woman, it, you will know what I mean. Go ahead, brother Ngame. I heard you go I ahead. I was going to say, the, the, the black woman is the polar opposite of the white man. She's on the extreme of the end. So what they try to do is bring his idea, his ideas into her head, and that way she would teach it to her children. Mm-hmm. But if she if she stays on that polar end, all the way on that opposite end, she will raise up the strong family needed mm-hmm. to come against them. Goddamn right. Yeah, and imagine what would have happened if Mike Brown Mama wouldn't have never caught for that shit to stop, nigga. That shit would have probably popped in different cities, nigga. Or yeah. Trayvon Mama. Yeah. Goddamn right. And she took off the perm and got dressed up in some camouflage, like Winnie Mandela. 
Look, and Winnie was old remember. rocking that camouflage. We ain't talking about a young <laughs> Winnie. We ain't talking about young Winnie. Old Winnie said, I'm hey, Come on now. 50 year old. Family. Family, I want to speak. Let me just say to get this out, and I'm going to be quiet, man. But it was one image, man, that fucking damn near killed us, man. That fucking damn near killed the spirit of the black man out here, man. There was the black woman that took her took her son off of the motherfucking off of the motherfucking field by the ear, man. Y'all remember what it was about? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It killed the killed the young man warrior spirit. You just see it right here with your face, man. You see it with your own eyes. This is the power of the black woman. She can build your ass up or destroy your motherfucking ass. And, yo, yo, listen, right? Listen, man. The white man done took that boy and took over. The white man done gave him a little special scholarship and shit done sent him all the way to California. Word. This is the type of game. I just seen a story on him. I just seen a story on him. So the story is telling us that, look, at the end of the day, the best thing that you need to do is pull him off by the air like that, because, look, you're going to make him better. You'll get him to a special class somewhere. I've just seen a story. You, you mentioned that, man. I've just seen a story on it. When when the, when, the, when other black women can see her do that, and now the next day she's on Good Morning America, she's on this channel, her face is all up. Oh, she, she, she just came up real quick. You, you got you got millions of black women watching this, man. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. That's what what I'm is it doing to the mind, bro? What is it doing to our sisters, man? Yeah, that's what I'm saying now. And they showed that she come up, and then her son all of a sudden get accepted to some special academy. Just telling the sisters that that's the way to go. It's the only way. Get information, like Beyonce said. Okay, now. See, that shit played. See, look at look. They, oh, man. See, this is what happened to our revolutionary idea. Look, check this out. All right, now, Beyonce is supposed to be getting backlash. Police don't want to fuck with her, nothing, nothing, nothing. All that this shit is doing, though, is telling the people who is telling the people who come into that revolutionary ideology and mind state that, listen, you better not get down with that shit. You see what happened to her, and she was a superstar. Mm-hmm. You see? See what happened to her? She talking that stuff? See what happened there? Look, this going to go down on you. And that, that turned people away ASAP immediately. Immediately. Oh, no, I ain't messing with none of that. Ah, she dumb. See that? She talking about them black, black huh? Later for that. They ASAP. They know how to. They know how to. They know how to manipulate that motherfucking screen. Boy, have us, have us just dancing the jig, and then put this motherfucking new shit up there. I seen that shit. I said, mm-mm-mm. now she being a police don't want to guard. They don't want to do security. I was like, what kind of shit is that? Oh man, they getting paid fifty dollars an hour, sixty five dollars an hour for that, man. They're going to do that security, man. Some of them cops getting up to $100 an hour for that goddamn extra duty shit. Crazy, man. Word. So they doing that. So somebody, it says somehow this is being made. They making it where they not messing with Beyonce. 
So that's the only thing that can happen. They're making it like that, dog. They're making us think that that's what's happening. That's the, that's the number one thing. That they're making us think that that's what's happening. So whatever they're trying to make us think happening, think the opposite first. Ashay. This is me, part of the revolutionary ideology. First of all, all media that's ran by Caucasians think the opposite of whatever the story is first. Then start vetting it from that end and see what the hell they might be telling the truth about. Because if you take it as they telling the truth first, you're going to miss a lot of motherfucking lies. Because it's hard to catch a person in a lie when you think they're telling the truth already off the top. Because you can already believe too much. Mm-hmm. You know that they lie all the time. Oh, man, ain't, the bird, ain't, ain't shit going to slip by. You're going to catch every single piece. Every single piece. You ain't going to let a penny slide on nothing that they said. And that's why people, you know, a lot of times, you know, that revolutionary ideology is definitely set forth by the queens up here on feet on the ground. I'll tell you that. And, and and one of the things that I normally see up here is that the queens, no matter who you are or how you come, you could you know they not they don't play favorites. You know what I'm saying? If you say something, they listening to everything that you say and checking that immediately. You know what I'm saying? And ain't no love laws or love games. They just doing what needs to be done. We need to ask questions about what you're saying, man. Make you know sure. what it is, brother boy, man. They care about what the youngsters is hearing, man, or what's gonna be, or what's gonna be heard later. You see, you see what I'm saying? It's 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 knowing that, man. Look, look, man. We have feet on the ground. This is media outlet. You know what I'm saying? Goddamn, the the minds of the young is gonna be affected by whatever we say. You see what I'm saying? I need you to say, I need you, what you saying, to be, to be one hundred. Black power. Like I said, there ain't no love lost, man. No love And I want to shout out the queen, young queen last night, another warrior queen, two sons, older son. I don't think the little king was no more than seven. It might have been seven. It can't be no more than nine. He knew the colors to the RBG. You know, he was proud of it. He wanted to manifest that he knew it. And, you know, the queen, uh, Crystal Mullins, she's doing a beautiful job. She got a kid's name right, Haru, and and the, uh, the, the king that I'm talking about, Menelet, you know. I mean... Black Power, that, that's where it starts, like y'all say. We have to give our children the real reality that they live in. Our enslavement has never ended, and we got to score the stuff straight up. Anything else will be uncivilized. Ashay. Uh, so yeah, you know, family, it's definitely. You know what I mean? We we are always send that love out to these 
to these warrior queens, man. That's where it's going. It's going to start there, man. When you got the love of the black, I'm telling you, man, listen, man. Black woman to make you do it. To make you do it. And and they fueling themselves up right now. Mm -hmm. Because if anybody will fight right now, black woman will fight right now. It's the black man who the hold up. I'm going to tell y'all that. It ain't the black woman who the hold up. Because I've seen it too many times. I've seen I've seen situations where where I'm just like, yo, the sister just the sister has no regard for the beast. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. No regard at all, whether or not he's supposed to be authority or not. Where I see brothers act in in, in proper formation for authority. And sisters give them no respect at all. Immediately. You know what I'm saying? And not be like and not be no young girl not giving them no respect, but be a grown woman with all disrespect towards the beast. And the, and the black man the same age shows all respect. But, you know, the woman's already, she already at that point. She under, she knows what's going on. She feel it in her womb every night. You know what I mean? So she's feeling the pains of the family. And, and trust me, trust me, that's, that's all we wait. Brother Tim said it right. Yo, all one sister, one of them sisters got to do is come up there after they after after something happened and, and cry and say, listen, nah, man, I don't want no money. I don't want nothing else. I want real justice, man. I want real justice. I want what, I want what happened to my baby that happened to somebody else's. I don't got time. I want real justice. It's not going to be that. I don't want nothing else. Right now, um, Eric Garner's, um, I think that was his wife or daughter. Oh, Sister McKee, your, your line kind of choppy. It's kind of choppy like. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, Eric Garner's, I don't know if it was his wife or daughter. And uh, Miss says, uh, no, I was asked, had, had pulled her away whenever, um, I think she was asked, what do you want to happen or something like that or, or something. And um, she was about to start snapping. You remember that? Yeah, that was the daughter. The daughter, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I showed up and pulled out. Told me that's enough. Man, we'll let, let her get it out. And, as a matter of fact, the mother, went, the mother went off in a press conference too. I think one time. That's a, a, a one press conference. That's where they got the joint from the United Front. When they was asking her, do she accept their apology? She said, Hell no. I don't know, no apologies for killing my goddamn husband. What the hell's wrong with John? I thought that she was going to move forward in that direction, but the, I guess the pay came so quick, uh, it, you know, it softened things up. You know, them motherfuckers will get that money together ASAP. If they think you're going to take that money, they'll have that shit together immediately. And that's what happened. They put that money together and then arrested the, the black woman. And then arrested the black woman for what the white man did. And when I say arrested the black woman, it was a black woman who was the supervisor on duty that day. And she ended up catching the charge for what happened. 
you know how this cracker plan. This beast ain't got no regard. This beast, this beast, let, let what his white boys kill the black man, then charge the black woman. I don't know what's going on with your line tonight, Sister McKee, but it's definitely messing up. Or maybe it's, it's not. Gonna, you know, I'm going to hang up and call back. Uh, I was, I was, was it was it Sister McKee? Line sounding a little funny, y'all? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. I was making sure it wasn't my phone because every once in a while my phone might act up a little bit. I gotta use my house phone right now, so it might go a little crazy. But um, yeah, that that whole thing with that whole thing with them them paying us out, like we you know we spoke on that, and, and that's where our mind state is, has um, really taken a blow. Our revolutionary ideology has really taken a blow in the where um, it in the uh, in the area of the black man and woman relationship, how we relate to one another in this motherfucking situation here. That's one of the things that's going to take a major blow. You know, us is now really um, no longer no longer um, dependent upon one another. Or no longer even thinking that we can depend upon one another. So we automatically, before we even get a chance to... See if one of us is going to do right or wrong. See if it's going to go right or wrong. We automatically uh, look at each other as though it is already going. It's already going wrong. We put, you know, we put uh, uh, pressure. One of the things, you know, we put undue pressure upon one another to obtain uh, whatever the Europe, you know, whatever the European shows us is the value, is value. Uh, is value uh, and concerning being a family and being a uh, family unit. You know, our thing is we need to get we need to get out of the house, get away from mama and daddy, find us our own family, move away from everybody, and move somewhere else and just uh, set up camp and put a fence around our stuff, and that's us right there. Black power. Black power. Brother Bunk, I hear one second, please. Oh, yes, sir. Come on now. I'm sorry. So what you're saying is all right on point. You know, and our sister, Camille, let me put this touch on that. Okay. You're getting the echo. Okay, now I check it off that Bluetooth. Can you hear me better? Yes, sir. Oh, great, great, great. To the family. That when Camille mentioned that, that sister from last night who was supposed to be on the panel, her name is Krista Mullen, and she's at home right now. It's 11:30, and her son is seven years old. And she mentioned Menelik and Heru and stuff. I told her to call in and just give you all a quick shout out. She got the number from last night and stuff, you know. But I'm just looking at the fact that like Sister Camille noticed how you know bright her son is. And he's only like like y'all said, seven years old. And we got to one day let, let him come on the show and let him give you all what he knows. It's all right about our revolution going forward. I just want to shout it out and sister Camille, thank you for pointing that out because she's a beautiful sister. You know, and her children are beautiful also. Thank you. I say, I say. Black power. Black power. I think I think the brother brings up a, a strong point, man. 
the kids is thinking about these things, man. You know what I'm saying? And uh, man, they input is crucial. You dig? Yeah. You dig? Even what you seen happen in Baltimore, that was the the kids did that shit. You know what I'm saying? Really, every time, every revolution, every 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 time it's a a, a, a revolt, most times it's gonna be a youngster. You did. You know what? You did right about that. One of my favorite movies, man, is Serafina. You know what I'm saying? And she, you know, you know that's speaking on the youngsters in South Africa. You know how they popped that bitch up. You did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you you totally right about that, man. Like like I said, I mean, the youth already, the youth already showing that they, you know, they that they ideology set. They go they go left when they say go right. You know what I'm saying? You say move forward. They say go. We're going back. You say go mm-hmm. back forward. You know what I mean? They do. You know they. Even with them trying to put on these certain boundaries on them by, with the music and all of that shit, they still uh, find a way to break out of those boxes. But And what we got to do is learn to keep them away from allowing themselves to be capitalized upon when they break out because they always break the constraints. And what's been happening time and time again is that the Caucasian finds a way to capitalize on the breakout. You know what I mean? Yeah. I and so that's where we gotta you know, that's where we gotta see our youth, see what they doing and, and allow ourselves we don't wanna capitalize on it but we just wanna keep it. We wanna keep it. You know what I mean? Don't let nobody else have it have it. We wanna keep it and protect it. And 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 you're right, they their ideologies are going are going to count more and more and so, you know, we just put this challenge out to everybody to get at least one youth younger than you to come on to come on in to the show. Uh, it's not Slaughterhouse Saturday, but uh, Tuesday when we're doing news or something. But we're going to have to just, you know, move forward just trying to, you know, just striving to put information in our youth in. Listen, King, the, the young lion. Uh, gave me two meanings for the red, black, and green last night. And I'm not going to share the second one that he taught me. I let the king know you done taught me something. I was impressed with him. All right. You don't have to try to get him in. To get him in so he can teach us. I say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that definitely, that'll definitely work right then. So that'll be a wonderful thing. We get that, we get that moving. You know, bring the young lord in, drop, drop a couple of jewels, and ask him some questions on where we should be moving forward on, what we should be doing. This beautiful king. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, excuse me. But here, yeah, family, the lines is open. We got everybody rocking. You come on in. You know, if you got a question or comment, we got um, New York. Greetings. 
going over New York line up real quick. See what's going on in New York. New York, what's going on out there? Welcome to Feet on the Ground Radio. Praise and turn up. Glory to Garvey. Long live the spirit. Dr. Khaled, Dr. Muhammad. Oh, yeah, I forgot he hit me with that, too. Black Power Soldier. Black Power. I forgot that part. That's the young warrior. Black Power, Black Power. Well, listen. Black Power family. Black Power. Black Power, please. Black Power, young king. We're going to have to teach him the hand party. Black Power, family. Glory to Ida B. Wells and long live the sister Fannie Lou Hamer. I gave him that too last night, Brother Born. Black Power. Black. We got the share. No, you said that already. We definitely, we thank the young Lord for, for calling in and you two, Queen. What's the Queen's again? Same again for the family. Harriet Tubman. He wants you to say it again, King. Brother Born. Oh, all right, all right, oh, you, all right. I'll say it again. It's um, praise, praise, uh huh. Glory to Ida B. Wells. Glory to Ida B. Wells. Glory to Ida B. Wells. And long live the spirit of Sister Fannie Lou Hamer. Long live the spirit of Fannie Lou Hamer. Long live the spirit of Dr. Fannie Lou Hamer. Black power. Black power. Black power. <laughs> Middle leg, middle leg, my man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were we all about middle leg and Hayward earlier. Now, since you're a black power, also. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Beautiful. Hey, Hey, Daddy. Hey, Daddy. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, King. <laughs> that is wonderful. That is wonderful. Always, that's a pleasure. Always a pleasure to have the babies on. You know what I mean? See why? Why they was my highlight? Why he was my highlight? That was my highlight. I want to thank you. I want to thank you all for. Um, thank you, Queen, for acknowledging, acknowledging us and and and. Um, shouting out my son. I appreciate it. And you too, Queen. Thank you. Thank you. What is the subject tonight? The subject tonight is uh, what happened to our revolutionary ideology. That's the subject tonight. And Queen, could you say your name for the for the, for the people out there in the audience? Can you say your name one time? Uh, Crystal, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L, Crystal. All right, Sister Crystal. And um, my sons are Menelik and Heru, two and seven. And I guessed his age right, Queen. I said about South, you know, you know, he's brilliant. Both, you know, both of them. Yes, they are. They're wonderful children. You know, I, I'm... Heavily invested in them right now and, and, and rearing them and teaching them. Um, my thing right now is really trying to get an African-centered school. I mean, the school he's in now is okay because it's run by blacks and it's, it's owned by blacks. It's black-owned. It's run by blacks. The brothers in the community are um, invested in, you know, um, being there for the children, 
but the curriculum is not really African-centered, you know. And I would love for him to be in a school that can and teach him the things that I, I try to teach him at home. Okay. I'm saying, what part of New York you in? You in Brooklyn also? Yes. All right. All right. So, so you frequent the UAM. So, what, so you know, we heard about... And, and the Queen, the queen might want to get in touch with uh, Brother Kyle, too, you know, with the uh, African-Center curriculum. Yeah, yeah, no, we definitely, Brother... Uh, Sister Crystal, this what this what you could do, right, if you could. Can you take my uh, email address down? And okay. We can, and we can make sure you get some... Uh, Brother Tim made an uh, excellent point. Uh, Brother Kyle... African Center curriculum for the youth. And my um, email address is blackpowerblock at gmail dot com. It's spelled just like just like it sounds. B L A C K P O W E R B L O C K at Gmail. Just um just email me, let me know it's you. I make sure that you be in contact with brother with Brother Cause and Now who's what's the brother's name? Brother Cause. C A U Z. Okay. C-A-U-Z? No, Z, Z like zebra. Zebra, right, okay. All right. Is he in Brooklyn? No, Brother Cole's actually he down in South Carolina. But he's oh. going to be able to email you all the information. Oh, okay, okay. He, he has his own, you know, he, he, he manufactured a curriculum, an African center. Oh, oh, okay. Excellent. You know, Excellent, that's exactly So, until so, so there's a school physically there, that can uh, fulfill that for your children and others, you know what I mean? You Family work on other ways. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can supplement, you know what I mean? You can definitely supplement with what the brother got. And even, and, you know, if you say the, the school is run by, you know, black men and women, you know what I mean, some of the some of the different things you could, you know, you could probably try to hit them like, listen, you know, here's a little site that you might be able to use some of this curriculum right here. I say. Yes, definitely, definitely. Uh, the, the parents, the the PTA there is strong, and they, you know, they want they they want the same thing. So I'm hoping we can work together to to make some changes, you know, in the school. Uh, you get the little curriculum for Brother Cause. You probably pass it out to some of the parents that you already know, just so they can see it. And then y'all, you know, then y'all can go up there as a coalition and make a suggestion. Like, listen, you know, can y'all interject some of this right here? Mm, yeah. Beautiful. Wow. Yeah. You know, that's the best thing to do. If it's already there, if the school is already there and it's black run, well, you know, it should be easy, it should be easier to try to transition that into a more African centered curriculum, mm-hmm. or, or at least pieces of it. But um, what would uh, since I want to ask a question real quick because our sister Camille is is um she on the line and she being modest about what was going on or or um. And our brother Peavy says she came in and, and, and made a couple statements there, and, and we just wanted to know how you talked about. Our oh, people. I felt, oh, my goodness, she blew me away. I had no idea the powerhouse that was sitting on the stage <laughs> about to speak. I, I loved the presentation. I was, I was actually supposed to be on the panel last night, and um, I, I kind of <laughs> got real shy and, and, and backed out. But um, I felt like she could have been the, the, you know, the 
what do you call that? We had a keynote speaker for the whole night. I was blown away. And everybody, it's like, I felt like people, first, I don't know if you are familiar with Keisha, Sister Keisha, who used to be at UAM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you put a lot of people in the mind of Keisha last night. She's also a very powerful sister. And she don't she don't take any mess. You know, <laughs> you came across the same way. You know, very strong-minded and very much about empowering our people and actually getting things done, you know, and um, and about fighting a good fight. And I was, I, I, I thought it was very powerful. I thought the message was powerful. I thought your delivery was phenomenal and, and inspiring. I think everybody left there ready to do something like that. <laughs> I'm in total. I'm in total agreement. And I just need to let the, the listening family know that all you need to do is go to YouTube and just type, you know, in, in your search bar, Reginald Peavy with small letters, Reginald Peavy, and that that message will come up. Unfortunately, it'll be it'll be parts and pieces where sometimes the computer died and the, and the volume went down. But the majority of that message that she spoke last night, you get it right there on YouTube. Just want to let you know that. All right, Black Power, Black Power. We'll, we'll definitely make sure that we, we get that up and put that inside. This. Somebody throw that in the group. I know somebody online right now. Somebody throw that in our, in our feet on the ground group. we we get the Brother PD page. I'm, I'm going to check that out. Let me see here. Um, Queen, i got to tell you, um, I have no words uh, in response. I'm 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 speechless. I know who the sister Keisha is. Yeah. Um, as I said, you know, I I have been there to a few lectures, and um, you know, I hold that queen in high regard. Yes, yes. So for you to even uh, you know, um, queen, I felt like I let y'all down because I felt like I got carried away, and it was a lot of things that I wanted to share. Mm-hmm. You know, to really make it clear, you know that there's only one way here, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, we we can no longer uh, waste our time with playing games that, uh, you know, a political party's going to get it or economics. None of that matters unless we are already militarized. You know, uh, we have um, are working on undoing the mental conditioning that uh, was put into us by going into their school systems and all the images around us. You know, we got to come to terms that we are still in slavery, even though the imagery that we see uh, gives the message opposite that. You know what I'm saying? It's hard for me to uh, put it in words. But, uh, Queen, I love you. And I love you because you are what we need. And I hope uh, the next time that you are supposed to uh share your uh, beautiful african mind uh you uh do that with the family um <laughs> you overcome that that's because right, queen the fact that you there means you're special and the fact that you got your babies there oh queen you was put here for a reason okay uh-huh and and, and, and I, I i just need for you to believe that and forget believe that know that and uh act upon it Black power to you, Queen. Thank you. Black power. Black power to you. Ain't, ain't no revolution going to happen without the Queens like you, man. Square business. 
It ain't gonna happen unless the queens is putting that in their babies. It's like you doing. You feel me? Me and my wife my wife babysit her sister baby all the time and, and we tell the baby the baby can't even speak. But she know how to raise her hand up and say black power. She know how to, <laughs> she know how to put her fist up and and, and and she know that that mean goddamn some good shit. You did? That's yeah. what I'm saying, man. Ain't ain't no Ain't no revolution without y'all queens, man, putting it in the babies. Because they going to kill us. They going to handle us the worst way. Y'all got to be able to see them handle us the worst way and not let it get y'all discouraged. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Remember the Willie, remember the Willie Lynch theory says, bring the woman to the front, especially the one with the young child. Mm-hmm. Bring the buckets nigga to the front. Kill him. Do the worstest thing you can to him in front of her face. It will discourage, it's going to make them put the fear of God in, in that baby. See, when y'all see that happen to us, when y'all see these hoes treat us the worst way, y'all cannot let that shit get y'all discouraged, man. Y'all still got to put it in your baby and say, fuck it, fuck that. Y'all got to fight these hoes, no matter what. Black power, man. Mm-hmm. Black power. Black power. Wow, man, Malik made me very proud today. He told me he wanted to be Khalid Muhammad for Black History Month. Oh my for the program that he's putting on at his school. I say, man. Uh, mm. Gotta think the answers. <laughs> <laughs> or Makassari. That's right. He said Khalid Muhammad or Makassari. Look at, and look. Oh, and also she got the babies in martial arts. Mm hmm. Uh, okay. Early. Oh yes. Early. Yeah, you, know, you, gotta, you gotta do it early. You, you know might, what I mean? Might have to even go. You know, um, I know how I know how New York is, but at the least you can bring them in the house. They got the little rubber targets, and you know you can you know get the aim up and all type of things of that nature. You gotta start them off early. You gotta start them early. You know what I mean? That's the best thing. Yeah, I'm actually looking for a, a, a new martial arts class. He was in the martial arts class. He likes to tell people that he's, he's in martial arts because he misses it. He he loves it. He enjoys it, and he's very passionate about it. You know, See, that's so. what the UAM need to offer. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I got to find this brother. There's a brother that's ill nice, you know, and that's who uh, relationships need to be formed with, you know, uh you know, there has to be some brothers out here that um, are naturally uh, 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 inclined uh, to be African-centered that can be utilized that way, you know. Teaching them how to shoot, you know. Oh, that was something that he wanted to Yeah. I see. Yeah. Have contests yeah. and shit like Brother Little said. You know what was a was a beautiful thing I got to see this past weekend, Queen. Uh, I had went out there with with the Long Guard, Long Star BG family. You know what I'm saying? Went out there and started this project, and uh, we pulled the kids out. You know, I mean, asked the parents if they come over to the park with us. You know, we had to, uh, they had the barbecue for the babies and everything. But but the brothers, the Tatters, man, Gorilla Mainframe, you know, they came out there, man, and they had the little kids, man, showing them how to box, showing them different moves and stuff. You know what I'm saying? We had the babies out there, man, getting them ready. You know what I'm saying? And, and say, 
I know it's small, you know what I'm saying, but you got to believe that that is going to help. You got to believe that in your heart. Like the brother said earlier, we got to be planning for 80 years down the line. The time we ain't going to be here. You know what I'm saying? Black power. Exactly. Black power. And that's what and that's what teaching them babies is about. Uh, Join your plans up. You know what I'm saying? You be planning for your future. You know what I mean? But you got to still deal with your day. We don't want them to think, and we can't put our we can't put no fantasy into our got into our baby's heads. That's number one. We can't put no fantasies into our children's minds about what kind of world we living in. That's the number that's one. That's right. So when you when when the sister, you know, the sister say, you know, she was at the UA, you know, she said she listened to Sister Camille and they reminded us, Sister Keisha, I'm familiar with Sister Keisha, and I know how powerful a speaker Sister Keisha is. And already by, by uh, building a relationship with Sister Camille over over this time that we don't, you know, put in this work together and be stomping, this, stomping these ground, keeping our feet firmly planted, you know, I just know the um, the passion that she has and the love that she has for her people, mm-hmm. you know, the uncompromising African love. So you know, we um, out of anybody on the on the line, I know that anybody out of anybody who you know who on the feet on the ground crew, I know that Sister Camille would be a perfect choice to you know bring forth that strong message, uncompromising African message for the people. Black power. Black power. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So sister come out and share that in the group. Uh, put that in the group. You know, um uh put that in our feet on the ground uh group also it's on my page, post it, you know, and if you uh not a member of the feet on the ground group on Facebook, um go ahead, lock on in. Uh matter of fact, and you know, get this uh, this other Twitter thing back opened up. But yeah, lock on in with us on on Facebook, on Feet on the Ground, the group, and you'll be able to check that video out, and um, also get a couple of updates on shows and things of that nature, different different okay. uh, information here and there. Okay. Now back to the back to the question. It seems like we've been working on the question already. Mm-hmm. You know, just um, talking to our sisters. That's the number one thing. You know, we got to build these bonds and connections. You know, make sure that none of us are faltering because we know in this thing that we call a revolution, we early in these stages rebuilding and reformulating it. It's a lonely, and sometimes it's lonely. Sometimes you feel like you're the only one. But, you know, we got to that we can big each other up, you know, and make each other feel good about the direction that we're moving in. But as our brother Little say, ignorance of oppression is no excuse. And that's a, that's that's a quote by our brother Little. So if y'all try you know, you hear somebody saying that, you know they know where they got it from. They got it from feet on the ground. That's ignorance of oppression. Is no excuse. <laughs> we can rocked over. So we we can look you know, something we're gonna have to draw the line and that's where and all the line got to be drawn. So I thank Brother Little for that right there. Brother Little, you out there?
We might be at the Unjustice Brother Cause. Is that you out there? Yeah, Black Power, Brother B. Black Power. Come on in and share a good word with us real quick, man. You know, and like again, I'd like to thank you for that um, statement. And can you just expound on what that means right there for the family so they can understand what it means when you say ignorance of a, oppression is no excuse? They say ignorance of the law is no excuse, right? God damn it. Ignorance of your oppression ain't no excuse, man. Mm-hmm. You accept the one, you got to accept the other, man. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple, right to the point. That's our brother little. So uh, we definitely like that model right there. We're going to move forward on that. But now let's get back to the um, to the question: Is what happened to our to our revolutionary ideology? And we've heard uh, plenty of tell of how it went down, but now we see the uh, working out of that problem. You know, and, and so you know, we like to thank the sisters for coming forward with those revolutionary thoughts. We like I like to thank Sister McKee for coming in early. You know, making sure that we was clear on what Marcus Garvey was stating when we talk about uh, religions of aversion and how they cannot work in an African revolution because no African revolutionary can have a deity given to him by his oppressor. Mm-hmm. Black power. Ignorance of that is no goddamn excuse. You don't want to hear that shit. It's no longer okay to be like, well, look, I, I didn't know about King Jesus. You was a goddamn lie. It's 2016. We know too much to keep playing these type of games. And that's what I was mad about because, you know, I had mentioned I wanted to give two examples of showing how the Bible was bullshit. You know, I had mentioned the two uh, stories of creation in Genesis. And I wanted to go there and read just a few lines to show and prove that. And there was um, uh, how uh, the Proverbs of the made-up character Solomon comes from the ancestors, uh, ancestor Pharaoh um, Amen and Opal. You know, thanks to Dr. Ben and his wonderful work on black theology. So, like I said, some shit I wanted to just really make sure I shared from the master teachers that um, I'm mad that I wasn't focused. Brother. Mm. Hey, you still out there, family? You know, you 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 was live, you was live wire on the on the show. You you sparked it also. You know, listening to these the, the other comments. You know, we just want to mesh this all together and see how we can gel gel this. And um, anyway, before you do that though, can you uh, send us to some selective writings from Kwame and Kuma, Kwame and Kuma, uh, for the people out there in the audience who might not be familiar with them? You know. Uh, I know you, you spoke on his ideology, but can you give a, a little better background on Kwame Nkrumah? All right, I got a PDF. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You got a PDF. Okay, there's, there's, a, there's a PDF. You got to remember this. I think this was back in the 60s. Now, so the hand... now, hold on, hold on. Before you go on, if you got a PDF, can you shoot it to my inbox on Facebook? I'll take it from there and and, and pass it out to the family. I hope he's okay. not going to mention the book that we was doing in the study group 
that we never got back to that I was a little tight about, though I never said nothing. Brother, what's the name of that book? Because I'm going to be aggravated if that's that book. Go ahead. The Handbook of Revolutionary Warfare. Okay. I'm aggravated. <laughs> Why are you aggravated? I'm I'm speaking to my kings. You know, I didn't say nothing because sometimes, you know, queen, you 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 have to know when to fall back. You know, not fall back, but you just don't say nothing, and you wait and see the ancestors done brought it right back. So, to the two brothers in particular, I need either one of you. I know things may be busy, schedules change, but that means something right there. We got unfinished business, I think, family. Black Power. Yeah, I, I think it's a good book to analyze. Um, and I, th- I think something needs to be, uh, something like that needs to be done for 2016 in America like that. Need some updates. Well, you know, that's what the business is about nowadays. The business right, is right. not, you know what I'm saying, not reinventing the wheel, but what? Throwing some D's on that motherfucker. Okay, Brother Little. <laughs> Thanks to Brother Little, we got that. I have that, uh, the PDF, and I have the other one, uh, Guerrilla Warfare Joint. Oh, you do? Okay. Well, okay. thanks to the brother, Brother Rahe Ru and Brother Little. Oh, okay. I said, we're going to pass that out. Black Power to them warriors. We're going to pass that around. We got up. We're going to pass that around. We're going to open up our Brother Grip line in one second. I see him out there. But we'll make we'll make sure um everybody get that and if the sister you know, we'll make sure and, and sister uh we we got a cluster of books on PDF and stuff like that. Got access to a, a, a real good library. So, you know, anything that you might not have in your library, you you know, any books that you might hear of, all you gotta do is, you know, just send a line and we'll we'll start to get that to you. Are you you talking to Crystal? Yes yes indeed, we're talking to Sister Crystal. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. well, that goes for everybody on the line. Y'all know the the, um, the email address again is blackpowerblock at gmail dot com. Just drop me a line. Let me know that you you know you look interested for some information. You know you got to prove that you're African first, second, and third. I ain't heard your voice up here, so you might not you might not get nothing. But you know we uh, we strive to make sure that the Africans will receive information. Uh, right. May I interject for a moment? Go ahead, Queen. I um, I called while I was in the middle of assisting uh, mentally with his his project that he's doing for school tomorrow. Oh. And and yeah, he's requesting my my assistance, and I'm putting the other one to bed now, so I'm gonna have to um, come off the line. Oh. But um. I just wanted to um, call in because I received a call from Brother PV, and um, I wanted to thank the sister uh, Tamia Asset for for mentioning us, and um, and I'm so glad you were impressed with Sanali. He impresses a lot of people, <laughs> but. Um, um, I just want to thank you all. I, thank you for. Okay, okay, mommy's in the middle. All right. Okay. 
All right. So I just want to thank you all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Asante Sana to you too, Queen. Thank you. Asante Sana. Black Power. Black Power. Black Power. Send the love from the family here at Feet on the Ground to, to you. And, you know, we'd be glad that you're moving strong. And um, just to, uh, you said I can link up with you all on, on Facebook? Yeah, on Facebook. If you go to, we got a, a group, it's Feet on the Ground. Or you, um, you type that in, the group should pop up. Um, just come on and add, uh, just do the request. And um, I'll, see the, I'll see the request and I'll let you win. Okay. Uh-huh. We're all we all be able to link from there. We all do what? I said we'll all be able to link from there. Oh, oh, okay, okay, all right. All right, all right. Yeah. Well, thank you again for um for, for tuning in. And um, anytime you get a chance, well, once we link from there, you can check it to our archives. We got plenty of information and, and a lot of different shows. You know, um, plethora of information for for you and for the little ones. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Black power. Black power. Black power. All right. Sister from New York. She holding it down with the youth. Uh, let me open up Brother Griff line real quick. So she holding it down with the youth right now, doing her, doing her thing. As the little ones in the background wanting to do his project. So that's what's up right there. Let me redo this thing. I'm trying to open up your line, Brother Griff, but I can't get it open. Just give me one moment. Brother Yama, you want to add on anything? Yeah. I brought up that book just uh, to help us get an idea of the way that we have to move. But the the, the main thing is uh, we have to build relationships with each other. Like if you have to stay in somebody's house for a couple months or something, you know, there's a way that you have to, there's a behavior, there's a relationship we have to build with each other. And I think those ideas haven't really been brought out to our people. Why we need to build those type of relationships with one another in case something happens. I think that's a really good point. I've never thought about that until I read that. That book, you know, it got some issues in it, but it gives us ideas. It, it, it brings us to areas maybe we hadn't thought about before. I say, brother Griff, <clears throat> what's good? Black Power, man. Black Power, T. I know you've been out there in the wing, man. Going <laughs> back and forth, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt. It's all good. Try to get a little feel for what the uh, dialogue was about today. Yeah, man, you know, we, we're going over what happened to our revolutionary ideology. And it seemed that we you know, came to the consensus that, you know, we, we lost it through time, integration, you know what I'm saying? A lot of pressures, a lot of pressures from the, um, you know, from the outside. Mm-hmm. A lot of death happening. You know, and I ain't gonna say a lot of deaths, but but well televised media events. No doubt. I mean, 
that's what I'm going to say. Well-televised media events happen in order to throw us off from where we need to be as in our mind state and our direction. Long, you know, they strayed us away from Robert Williams. So, um, with that being said, brother, brother Griff, what's your ideas on, you know, um, on having to our revolutionary ideology? Um, I'll probably say one of the major uh, elements that 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 caused the diversion from the revolutionary ideology is uh, the uh, systematic. Uh, implementation of, of breaking down the hip-hop that we grew up on when we were coming up like through the, about the late 80s, early to mid-90s, you know what I'm saying? A lot of the artists we dropping. A lot of the times, like, you know what I mean? When I was growing up, we heard about Garvey, you know what I'm saying? Karis one might have mentioned it. Uh, P.E. might start drop it in there. Uh, Poor Righteous Teachers. You know what I'm saying? X Clan. I mean, it was it was in the music so heavy that we was getting educated about a lot of stuff, and I think we was probably, I mean, wasn't even really peeping all the knowledge that was getting dropped to us at that time. And I was getting hip to a lot of that straight through the hip hop music, and I think the system peeped it out because we was revolutionizing, rocking African emblems on our neck and stuff. We was we was coming raw with it. Like, hold up, hold up, hold up. We got to shut this shit down. Man, so they started an all-out war. I think that was the beginning of, from, from, from our generation, them, them trampling it out. You know what I'm saying? I got, a lot of it got lost in the music. You know what I mean? That raw, underground hip-hop. They hit it. They hit that shit hard. It's still there, but now, like, you know, you got to go searching for, for some of the artists we used to just hear on the they used to rock the pay and full on radio. It's been rock and pay for everything used to just be on the radio coming coming short. You turn on the radio and it's good. So now it's just the opposite. You gotta turn that motherfucker off. And T V too. All the media, like you said, they hijacked the media with the propaganda. So now you gotta turn that shit off and you gotta pretty much take your babies under your wing and uh pretty much school them to all that knowledge that we was privy to just on the day-to-day stepping out of our doors, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, when you at war, man, this is the type of shit that goes on. The enemy comes at you from different flanks at different times, refine their approach, refine their attacks. So, I mean, shit, come with the territory. But, yeah, the music, the music is something that always, uh, it's going to be a revolutionary tool for the African, always. Just to know that shit. So. With the babies, you know, keep, just go back to, the, to, to some of those raw artists, the raw albums, pull them out, play them. They're going to feel the vibes, you know what I'm saying? Regardless of the shit they listening to now, that music going to resonate with them always. It was funny, too, because seen this fucking Nike commercial, man. I don't want to, you know what I mean, be long-winded and shit, but I seen this Nike commercial. LeBron did this fucking commercial. They got Welcome to the Terradome on. And they, like, everybody's singing a Chuck D, this Chuck D verse, and it's going from 
Like LeBron started out with it, then this white chef got it, then this other white motherfucker got it, then this little Asian dude got it. But it's like they're they slowly breaking down the 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 meaning, like the power in the lyrics because they passing it like this shit is supposed to be some type of multicultural joint and shit. But you can tell how they trying to fucking debase the power in in, in it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it was wild shit. It was wild. And I'm like, why would they pick this song of all the shit that they could have put on this commercial for this month? And it's a Nike commercial. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about a fucking shoe, like apparel. But why you why you put why you put Public Enemy, Welcome to the Terror Dome, where he was talking some real revolutionary raw shit. Why you take that and put it behind this ideology of a Nike apparel? So you basically took the whole vibration of the revolutionary you know what I'm saying? Element and turned it into some old fuckboy shit. You know what I'm saying? Kind of wild, but that was pretty much an example of how they take hijacked the music. Then you could play that shit now and put some imagery behind it and give it a whole nother meaning. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Well, you, you're definitely correct on that. I haven't seen that LeBron James commercial. But the way that you the way that you described it, I, um, you know, just the description of it being passed from one person to another, and everybody singing the lyrics, that is the, uh, you know, that's the uh, telltale sign of multiculturalism. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, everybody is one. You know, and that's that big melon pot. That's in order to get everybody together. Once you all think that y'all one man, we got y'all wrangled in. Tell me. Yeah, man, we got y'all wrangled in. Y'all just one sheep. And then with a revolution, you know, with us, man, we got a we got a specific set of issues and circumstances that's only geared for African people. This shit is not for no, you know what I'm saying? Not that you can't, you know, what I mean, identify, but you know, what I mean, we ain't looking. I'm not looking to like unify because, like, I know you don't understand it. Like other races. To a great degree, you can sympathize with some of the, the elements, but in holistically, I don't believe you know what I'm saying African liberation is, is something that you necessarily interested in. Not and not even should you be necessarily, but what these what these other groups don't understand, from my point of view, is until the African get free, the whole planet gonna be on lockdown. Because we the original, you know what I'm saying? We the first and we the last. And, we, we, you know, you get civiliz- These are the people who brought civilization to you in its essence. And until these people are allowed to be able to walk a path again and give to the world again a new, a new civilization, the whole world going to be stuck in darkness, man. Until we, and you know, I don't, I don't know if nobody gonna allow us to do nothing. But until we make our path, no doubt. So I'm saying, until we make our motherfucking path, and you know, and you know, sometimes you can't. Sometimes the throne don't get passed down to you. Sometimes you got to take, take it. Sometimes you got to take it. And and just to give you a quick example. You see, every time we do some type of fad, whether it be with fashion or whatever, the whole world clings to this shit. This shit goes global. 
every time the African man or woman do something, you find the whole world doing this shit. You really, other than the European with his bullshit ass, you know, fuckery, you really can't say that about no other group. But listen, right, you know, I hear that, right? And, you know, I started to think about that. Mm-hmm. I think about that hard, right? And I'm telling you, man, you got to hear where I'm coming from. I started to think about why our image is placed all over the globe, right? Like, mm-hmm. And I'm and giving to everybody, and everybody, and they push it on everybody. Because, see, the only way you get it is through media. Media give it to you. The images are given to you through a certain venue, whether mm-hmm. it be television uh, or, or uh, a newspaper, you know what I'm saying, magazine or whatever. You feel me? It's all some type of media, right? So that's how they get the image because a lot of people never even see an African who uh, a kidnapped African living in in America when these new Africans. A lot of people ain't never even seen a new African. But in China and Beijing, man, these jokers, I've seen the Wu-Tang go over there and the motherfucking Asians who can't even speak English knew the words to the motherfucking Wu-Tang song. There's only English they know. It's the Wu-Tang spirit. No doubt. Right. I said, damn, I said, damn, that's interesting as hell. But then I know what they did to us, right? And I said, you know, we are the product of the motherfucking beast. And the images that they ship across, that ain't the product. That ain't the image of no real African. No doubt. That's their product. It's their product that they ship across. Because they know this is a well-trained product right here. It's a well-oiled machine. We made these niggas fresh. They grew from the cotton patch. We grew these motherfuckers like cabbage patch kids. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and, and groom this image well. And so we send this image across the world because this is the easiest image to take control of. This is the easiest image to take control of. It's already, it's already set to give me the power. You get all these, all these people, you get them all acting like not, not no real Africans. Mm-hmm. Want no motherfuckers. Wow. Who want no, you know what I'm saying? They didn't act like no real actors. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. They don't want no goddamn college over there. They ain't flashing no image of God. Most of these people don't even, they ain't flashing no image of, uh, not even Garvey. They ain't doing that. They ain't flashing no images of that. No. They give you, you get Snoop Dogg, though. You know what I'm saying? Al Sharpton's face all on the TV screen. You know what I mean? But when we talk about images, most of the images they give are the entertainer images, the, the entertainment. Then the images that they're getting, entertainers who are getting paid to entertain you. And they're getting paid by a certain group. So that's one of our problems is that uh, most of our um, daily, daily cultural practices are shaped by the fucking small hat through his media venues. Through the real Atlanta Housewives, through, through that shit. That's where it's shaped. Shaped through motherfucking New Jack City. It's shaped through all that shit. That's where it's shaped through. Trust me. Uh, do, do you think, like, um, with the uh, with some of the artists that came out, that was, you know what I mean, during the time, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? the early stages of hip-hop and shit, some of them are, 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 are you know what I'm saying, revered on a global level as well. 
I know a lot of a lot of the hip hop artists that came out when we was coming up, they gotta go overseas in order to kinda make money where there's a higher demand for that music. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So they M is not pumped. They M is not pumped. Now you you're right about that. Um mm-hmm. people like La Soul, I was seeing a documentary on De La Soul, right? And I'm like, yo, what De La Soul doing? I ain't heard about them doing nothing. And they like, Man, we've been overseas touring for the last ten years. <laughs> They're like, man, we overseas. What we do, people people love our shit. Public Enemy, Chuck Dino was, was torn. These yeah. you know I'm saying these people was torn, or they just went into obscurity. Groups like the Roots, yeah. they go do a lot of overseas touring. You know what I'm saying? They play a lot of smaller venues and stuff like that, but they don't really get that. Um, you know, they're not really getting that push. X Clan, Brother J had to reinvent himself all two, three times. You know what and I'm saying? Just the, the type of beast we dealing with, where the see the cracker bees here in the U.S. Man, this motherfucker overstands the power of the of the American African. You know what I'm saying? Of the African here in the U.S. He overstands that shit, and he know he got to keep a tight leash on the uh, on the ability for for us. To be able to control, like you said, our images and this type of uh, messages we put out in the media. Mm-hmm. It's why you see, like LeBron and them niggas, man, them entertainers, the athletes, the actors, them niggas being such raw checkmate. Them motherfuckers can't even shit without fucking white men. Like, look, use this type of toilet paper, nigga. Use this air freshener when you do A, B, and C. Them niggas under super lock. You know what I'm saying? And then, damn right. And then, right. And then we fall into the folly. We fall into the motherfucking ideology that when we see them give out money, we see them, they got foundations that's doing this and the third. We not mm-hmm. understanding tax write-offs and, and, and goddamn fundraising. We ain't understanding these type of things. And, and, and we're them. not understanding the level of scrutiny that they are. I mean, look, man. Whenever they do that combine shit just to let you in that shit, just to let you, you know what I'm saying, go from college to a professional, mm-hmm. man, they go through your goddamn family with a fine-tooth comb, man. Mm-hmm. They go through your whole life your whole life story with a, this shit like the damn CIA type shit. You ain't lying. And I'm, just, I'm saying that because I've seen that background they did on motherfucking Jameis Winston. They like, oh, him and his brothers all used to sleep sleep in this bed, eight of them. I'm like, damn, why would y'all need to be knowing all of this type of shit, how he had to live, you know what I'm saying? So I could see the type of, uh, like he's saying, they'd be all up in your all in your family history and shit. Mom smoked crack, dad was a fag slash heroin addict. Like, they know way more shit than, than they need to. Nigga, I play football. You know, all you need to know is about my football career. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look how they did his son. They did that shit before the draft. That shit made him lose money. Who's that? But his mama behind what his mama and daddy used to do with type shit. Who would you say? What name did you just say, bro? Dez Bryant. They asked that nigga, was his mama a prostitute? Like, why the fuck would you ask this? Why would you ask somebody's mama that, bro? Why would you ask somebody, what the fuck does that have to do with can you catch a ball or not? You feel me? On camera. On camera. On camera. You know what I'm saying? In front of the fucking world. Well, you know what I'm saying? listen, baby, we, we, we are slaves. 
we no are doubt. we are looked at as children by the cracker. Especially if you're gonna go double sign. See, that's the double sign. You already signed. You already locked in. But then you're uh-huh. gonna go over here and you're gonna put your name on this contract to double up. Huh. Man, we say whatever we want to to you. We ask you whatever we feel like asking you. And if you don't like it, you know what you can do. Then go to the door. Because we got this contract here that's guaranteeing $475,000 this year. Definitely, ain't no doubt about it, even after all the taxes they can take. You're going to get this. You're going to pass this up because I asked you if your mama was a hoe? Okay. Shut the fuck up. Answer the next question. Next. Fuck up. That's exactly what it comes to. Shut the fuck up. Next question. Your daddy sucking dick? <laughs> no doubt. Real shit. No. This is the type of oh. we deal with. These, these motherfuckers just, you know, they, 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 yo, listen, they, they talk, they will talk to you like that. We well, he did eat the question, right? He, he didn't swing on the motherfucker, did he? No. Nah. Oh. Nah. 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 <laughs> right. Okay. Nah. Right. Uh, nah. You know. Nah, but what he did do was expose the fact that goddamn, this is how goddamn much they in our shit. Yeah. This how much. This the kind of shit you gotta go through as a black man. You know they ain't goddamn sending me white boy. Well, what could Tom Brady ass? Ain't had to got the no shit. Brother, I need that. What? I already know that. <laughs> we we see that no, every no. day. When when they kill Tamir Rice, they saying that. But no, I needed no. for that brother to do was swing that right hook. Then no, I said, well, no. okay, goddamn. That's what I needed. You know what I'm saying? You know, Malcolm, I got to get this quote exact. Malcolm, all the great Malcolm X said that they would uh, use entertainers and athletes. Um, as our leaders, you know, put them up front. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I'm inclined to believe that in the case of Brother Bourne, um, you call her Bouncy, right? Yeah, Bouncy. Okay. Because the all of this outrage is their media fuel outrage because so I forgot who told me this, family them, somebody told me this, that at the protest only three people showed up. Really? So that lets me know. <laughs> The media pushing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? To make her the new Elaine Bryant. Yeah, whatever. Yo, 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 the whole fucking shit was empty. <laughs> there was more news people there than anybody else. There's news people all over the place. There's more people who want to see the protest. There's more people who want to see the protest than protesters. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it's the media. Like they, they put up pictures, showed you it, they show pictures, right? They go and protest um Beyonce, but they show pictures of hundreds like hundreds of white people. They put they put the little articles up on the internet and shit, you look at the article and there's a picture up there, gonna be a protest against Beyonce. And you see hundred white people up there, you're like, Oh shit, white people mad as hell, what the hell? <laughs> white people ain't mad worth shit. Now listen, this shit just happened a little while ago. They ain't talking about. Remember, they was talking about the um. They the couldn't find forty-five bad white people in New York. <laughs> man, there were three white people mad. Man. <laughs> three white people. 
black people mad. <laughs> that shit is raggedy. Who gonna make me from America? Who gonna make me from America? Two, two motherfucking immigrants. Two immigrants in, in, a, in, a, in a wasp. <laughs> oh, shit. They should have took their simple ass home. <laughs> Gang of cracker Jews with cameras. <laughs> Gang of Jews with cameras. Okay. How much they got paid? A hundred dollars? They thought that something was going to go down. We don't like that. We don't like that. Yo, the media trying to drum up a goddamn protest. Now, listen, man, I'm telling you, look, that go more and more. To, oh, the, this, this, what's the CIA agent? What's his name? Let me get his name right. That dude can say, with everything he says, we know when our counterintelligence program is working, but everything the American public believes is a lie. Hold oh, on, let me, let, me, let me get this real quick. Let me, let me get this cracker name. I don't want what's going to be. I think I'm making it up. I ain't making it up. The white man comes out of his own mouth and tells you. William Casey, CIA director in 19. Now, this is 1981. Now, this is 30 years later, y'all. Now, imagine where they at with this shit. He said, we'll know our disinformation program is complete when everything the American public believes is false, which just basically means it's a lie. CIA director. Now, so, tell me again about this, about this TV. That's a military program. Television is military. That's, that's part of the propaganda motherfucking matrix. Although every channel, every channel, not a one channel, is not part of the propaganda matrix. You know, you might got some offbeat motherfucking, uh, you know, I, I, it's a TV channel that they let me put my TV show up on. That's a propaganda goddamn matrix also. That's part of the, that's, you know, they got control of that. They got control of that. I done had a couple of shows. They said, look, man, we we can't show this one no more. This is, just, this is just a little too rough around the edges. So we wanted to pull that one. But, I, you know, I know what I'm dealing with. I know I just put it out there. I know at least one thing is that the way this shit shut up, it's going to get across at least one time before anybody gets this call in and can play <laughs> Black power. So, but, see, that's, that's what we got to be aware of, man. This shit is all, look, man, we being lied to. This one big-ass motherfucking lie, one after another. One after another, man. Every book got ISBN number on it. Listen, man, shit, I'm telling you, you got to watch out. Everything you got got a motherfucking barcode on it. Mm-hmm. So, everything got to be compiled, reconfigured, and rethought about, you know. Um, and, and and the brother and the brother initially came across with some, definitely some strong ideas because I I do agree with that. We have to. Hold on, let me, let me definitely agree that the. Um, we need extended love for each other. And I think that that will be predicated on our African um, self-identification. 
that the more that we identify with our African selves, that's the more that's the more we will understand who is against the African, because we'll see ourselves in a proper context, a proper light. Then you know, as the brother was saying, you know, we can pick out who is the who is the enemy and who is the ally. And when we say ally, we mean ally amongst ourselves because we must unite with ourselves way before we even think about any type of bridge with any other dark-skinned-looking people. But we know it's one bridge we ain't crossing. So That's where the self-love will come in. Yeah, that's where it is. No, uh, it ain't going to come in until that is done. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. It's going to be a part it's gonna be a part of that. That that um re identification with the African self will definitely bring that love for for not only self but for each other. You'll start to love other Africans the way you love yourself. You'll wanna see for the other Africans what you what you see for yourself. You know what I mean? You know, that's why it's hard for me to understand the capitalistic means of some of our so called revolutionary uh, 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 ideologists nowadays are those who pretend to be others. I don't even know. You know, uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get this question. I don't know who to go to, or who this question should be directed to. But maybe the family up here can can help me steer this question to the right person. But is the conscious community a revolutionary uh, uh, um, group? And that's the question, uh, boy. That that's why I brought this up because I, I, that's the. Oh, go ahead, sister. No, King, I I cut you off. My bad. No, I was just saying that's why I brought it up. I didn't. I know you guys are revolution, revolutionary, but I think our people and especially our young people need to be able to identify who they follow. Mm-hmm. What. I'm going to bring an example of Polite. Polite is no goddamn revolutionist. Matter of fact, he's going to lead up people down a bad road. Mm-hmm. And our people need to identify why that's a problem. Mm-hmm. He says the right stuff, but mm-hmm. why is he a problem? Mm-hmm. Now, brother, you know, there's a reason... I've, why is it that our people can't identify that? I, I think it's the, the love part. I don't think we love ourselves and and believe that we are Africans. We we want the shine. You know, we want the glitter. I'm trying to get you um, to come to a point where you see that the same thing that uh, have our people uh, accepting something like polite, and the same thing that has us uh, lacking self self love. They're, they're one and the same. And just saying, uh, I have self love. I can't show and prove. You you really can't show and prove that. You I mean. You you can do acts, but the fact is is that there's a behavior that has been planted in us to make us anti our uh, Abibi Fahodier. It is that thing that has been implanted in us. 
why we would have some of our people following polite, why we don't have uh, self-love. And it is that thing that has to be, in, in my uh, humble opinion, first addressed before there's a discussion about anything else. Right, I agree. What do you think that thing is? Oh, that's mental enslavement. That's the program that has been implanted in our psyche from day one. And it's been a successful program. And all of the master teachers speak on it. They all have identified it as Appian, our etiology. The first thing that must be addressed. Because everything else is going to fall. You're not going to be able to identify the charlatans. You're going to have uh, jealousy breeding in the organization because of self-hatred. Behaviors that you can't even control. You won't even realize that you're acting in this fashion. And in terms of, they ain't no goddamn conscious community. You know, that's acting like white people. That's believing in shit that ain't real. And I'm not going to do that. It's nothing more than a slogan. I say, yeah, I'm break bread with that. And then, like, I don't know, I also say, There's like, no infrastructure. It's no infrastructure to it. So, how could it be actually something to it? Not a real thing. Uh, I say, it's like, the bottom line is like, everybody ain't going to make it. So you gonna have a lot of motherfuckers just get ran through. Like that's just that's just the bottom line. And uh, this shit is greasy, man. When you in a war, this shit get greasy. So a lot of people want freedom without sacrifice. So to fuck with a motherfucker like Polite or uh, Oswald Bates, that uh, tickles to people's fancy who don't really want to get greasy and and and. and necessarily have to get on a military type of front or bet you know get get have a direct confrontation with the beast so you get people who look for the path of least resistance so they'll start fucking with people who you know uh poetry slam night on revolution and shit like this which ain't nothing wrong with it if you can use it to propagandize the message and get the people to get in a mode of operation where they get ready to engage but when you just doing it for motherfuckers feel good and then people making money off of it, you see what I'm saying? This is what happens. Motherfucker really don't want to go head to head. Who really wanna first of all, after the police if the police come in your community and shoot one of your babies, motherfuckers are supposed to mobilize, especially if this shit happened more than once. I mean, there ain't there shouldn't be no question about nigga, we 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 well, we're gonna get some of our strongest warriors and motherfuckers is going to strap up. And when the boys come in here with that bullshit, we letting loose. You know what I'm but saying? Brother, but, brother, it is. But, brother, it is. Which, what you mean, sir? But that's what goes on right now. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay, I'm so mental slavery is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm feeling you. But I'm saying that I, that shit is shit. You know what I mean? Because if, 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 if my son or my daughter or any motherfucker that I know Personally, it was in my community that shit happens to. You know what I'm saying? We mobilize. 
See, I could tell you that's a mental slavery comment. Why would you say that? Because only a mental slave African sees himself in such a small fraction and not see every African as his daughter, son, his uh, people that he grew up with, even if he don't grow up with them. Okay? Yeah, that's what's a I'm, because I'm not, I'm, I'm I'm not let me King, hold on, King, let me finish. You don't see yourself as a nation, as a whole. Now, I'm going to go back to the damn line. Because two lines, two different prides, one can see a motherfucking hyena jumping on another one. He in it. He don't walk by and say, yo, that ain't, you know, uh, look and say, well, why ain't he, where his pride at? Why they ain't holding him down? Well, if that was my pride, I'd be right on that motherfucker. All of yeah. us are weak as hell. We got to own it. That's not what I'm talking about. Then we about, can start sis. doing something about it. But sis, that's not what I'm talking about because I, I, I'm not in New York. You know what I'm saying? I'm not well, in Well, I Dallas. just gave you an example why that's meant to slave me, your, your comment to me. Yeah, I and hear you, but you're taking my comment out of context. I don't think because, so. Because I do see those people as my family, those brothers and sisters as my family, but I'm not directly in that geographic location. So I can't just run up and mobilize over there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what I'm saying. Oh, who said run up? Listen, hold on. You can't mobilize. You know, you can't. I'll even say, hold on, hold on one second. Please, 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 please. Let, me, let me get in real quick. Because I don't really think that that's a, a comment directed directly at you, Brother Griff. It's oh. that that everybody, because like she said, you know, it's, the, it's, the mental, it's that mental enslavement that has not only you but me, Everybody else, where something happened there, and we like it's happening there. It ain't happening here. I say, you know what I'm saying? That's all of us doing that. That's not just that's not just a brother Griffin. You know that ain't just what you're saying. A lot of us say that same thing. Well, if it happened right here, you know what I'm saying? You know what time it is, man. We gonna mobilize. It's gonna pop off. It's people who live, you know, who live even closer, who didn't do the same, who didn't do that, who live mm-hmm. right around the corner. Who live right around the corner from where somebody who they know there was they they man's man. You feel me? And they was like, yo, nah, man, they live right in the town. I was like, man, well look, that ain't happened to if that happened to one of my family members. Now it stopped being if it happened to somebody in my neighborhood. It turned to uh uh uh, uh but that ain't happened to my no, one of my brothers. That was my sister. Then when it happened to your cousin, then that was my sister. That was my brother. God damn. You know, that's just that, that's a total, that's a, a thing that's going on in us as a group. You know what I'm saying? And that's part of the mental indoctrination. You know, that mental enslavement, that's part of that, that program. That's that we got, we got to own it, and then that's the only way we can better shake that shit free. Mm-hmm. Dr. Amos Wilson. Black Power. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling you, sis. And I ain't going to even say, like, you know what I'm saying, some brothers didn't mobilize. Maybe the shit didn't get, you know what I'm saying, televised or didn't get no media play. But uh, my, 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 my position is motherfuckers shouldn't be able to come through the community and be doing nothing to the baby. That's mm-hmm. the last, that should be the last resort right there. But like sis saying, the shit's happening. And, uh, 
you know what I'm saying, the backlash seems to be minimal. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Niggas need to step their game the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Should nothing be happening to the babies or the women? And the men ain't doing shit? That's weak. We need to step the game up. Well, I know we got some, you know, I know one thing, we got some goddamn young soldiers coming up through the line because we got some queens out here who breathing right now, man. They having babies right now. And these queens, man, they raising some, some, some you know, straight all-out warriors. Some straight all-out warriors getting raised up right now. That's so, the vision, you yeah. know. Know that we go, you know. We know we need to keep the line moving. We need to keep it going. You know, we pop this thing off proper, and I think it's already popping off. But we, you know, we move it proper for us to go ahead and keep the ranks going and and move in line for the long haul. No doubt. I'm gonna use your turn, sis. You know I got nothing but Mary for you over there, sis. I likewise, King. Likewise, we no African. We are not cracking beasts. We can no have question. a dialogue until we uh, work our way through and end up with our feet back on the ground, you know, together. You know what I'm saying? As no happened here, you know. And that's what I love about Brother Bourne because I think he does a beautiful job um, helping uh, family members uh, see what each other's saying. You know what I mean? He, he, he does a beautiful job with that. Uh, breaking it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He mediates this week. He does a beautiful job, beautiful and job, you know, conveying. He hears, he hears hey. clearly. You know what I mean? No he hears, even, okay, like how I'm have, struggling getting what I'm saying now. He would have mm-hmm. heard that clearly and then been able to articulate it in a way that I could not, and the point comes across. And he do that. He do that even when it's Mark motherfuckers on the line. You know what I said? When it's Mark ass niggas on the line, who who really probably not even African centered, he'll be like, look, look, hold up, let him speak, let him let him break it down, and then give it. You know what I'm saying? Organize the discussion in a manner in which everybody's point get across and then get dealt with. You know what I'm saying? Amicably. But yeah, he's a mo- he's a moderator. Not unless you're not African, uh, first, second, and third, and you're out of line out the gate, because he will check you hard. No doubt. But he even set them busters up to get dealt with. But, like but family, he, the yeah. approach is there. You know what I'm saying? No question. But you're not family. You don't get that same. <laughs> I mean, you may not get that same kind of thing we're talking about. No doubt. Thank y'all very much, man. Y'all got me smiling over here, man. Um, but you know, I just I love you, King. Shit. Definitely love you. Yeah, man. You know, but uh, you know, I just started to listen. I just started listening and get a and get a clear understanding of what a person's saying, and you know, just trying to make sure everybody else understands where where they coming from, at least how I heard it. I mean, because I know how I know how things are. I know how things get convoluted, and I just learn and I just learn how to listen and hear exactly what people are saying. Because I know you're going to talk convoluted. It's just part of our nature. It's part of our nature as black people to over-explain things. Mhm, mhm. I say, and I just want you to know that's a gift that you have. No doubt. Okay, that's not something uh, that's common. Yeah. Part of your tools, brother D. That's a skill, you know what I'm saying? That's a gift right there. 
Thank you very much. And I, I'll put that tool right, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'll make sure that it, it's working for this FOG. You know what I mean? These refugees out here, man. That's the quality of a leader. No doubt organization. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got you to gotta follow for a long time. Tell me. In order to lead, you got to follow for a long time. And I'm still, you know, I'm still following in the footsteps of those who, who went before me. No, no. I'm where I'm where the people say I'm at. Black power. Black power. Word. <laughs> word. That's what that you know, and I'm saying that's that's my you know word. Like when I was uh, in the nation of God, the earth is the savior's real quick. My attribute is born, and born is a nine, and nine got two properties to it. And when you add something to it, are you multiplying? You know what I'm saying? If you multiply. You know, anything times uh, nine, you know, nine times two, you'll get one plus eight. It's nine. Yeah, which is nine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then if you add nine plus, you know, nine plus five, it's nine plus five is 14, and one plus four is five. So when you add anything to nine, you get to, you get yourself. But then if you multiply anything, then I'll give you back, I'll give you me. Mm-hmm. So I can listen to people, and then I can I can listen to you, and then give it back to you in a proper understanding, because it's it, you know this I can make it born. I know how to make knowledge born. Black power. Black power today, man. Square business. Well, just listening to a classic where I keep saying, "Let knowledge, knowledge be born." born. <laughs> like what Boyle Bailey said. Casualties of war. <laughs> No, no, that's just that's something that you know you just it's it, it, like you say like an attribute is just something that's 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 what you do that's what you are. Mhm. Yeah, but you also got to be a good listener, bro, to be able to to to, to, to you know what I mean to plot those you know what I'm saying to plot out those ideologies and break down those messages and know how to you know what I'm saying disseminate them back to the people that which you can get like a, a neutral overstanding, you know what I'm saying? Like a universal overstanding so everybody see the point. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta be a hell of a listener to be doing that. Uh, that's that's mm-hmm. from listening. That's a skill. Like, like sister said, that's a skill. Uh, definitely thank you very much. You know, I definitely I definitely appreciate that. I mean you know I, like I said I just I just thought to just be me on a regular basis and do and play my part. I mean, play my position on a regular basis. No doubt. Ashay. And, you know, um, I don't know if the brother's still on the line, but one of the things why I was asking him, because I, I wasn't I, I wasn't clear on what he meant by uh, revolution, revolutionary ideology, because for me, uh, our people, one of the problems, we don't... Um, we are living in a false sense of reality. Uh, we haven't come to terms that we have had an enemy and always had one. And that's white people. The crack could be straight up and down. So for me, you know, a revolutionary has to know who his enemy is. 
got to know what you're fighting for. Yes, it's up there. Yeah, I'm right. Hold on, the brother. Brother Yami is still on the line. Yeah, I'm here. I want to add on to your to your comment, but um, go ahead, brother Yami, if that was you out there. Yes. Can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's definitely Urugu, as Sister Anise says. Um, but you have to be careful because his spirit is also in people that looks like us too. So we have to be able to recognize when our own people come grinning and smiling in our face. But they're trying to exploit us because they have his spirit in in them. We all do. Right, I agree. I agree. We all do. We we can't purge it (laughs) till we see it and identify on some real shit. Whitey and everybody. And, I'm sorry. No, I was saying that little whitey inside every black one. Ain't that what? That is the crux, one of the crux of Dr. Amos Wilson's great work. Mm-hmm. Even Dr. Richard King goes there. All of the master teachers. That's what we got to deal with. You got to deal with the white man in you. You got to deal with the crackatosis in you. You got to deal with the niggeritis in you first. You got to hey. deal with the fact that you don't like no nothing that black people do. I hate niggas. Where the hell that's coming from? Niggas and flies, I do despise. The more I hate niggas, the more I like flies. Mm. You understand? We got to get rid of that. We just got to get rid of that. You know, and I see, I know that, because I, I used to hear that as a kid. I used to hear, you know what I'm saying, my people's from down south. So I used to hear them say that shit. I was like, damn, that's some wild shit. And I remember that from being, I'm talking about a young child, young. Can uh, you say that again? Huh? Can you say that again? Nigga, we that all the time. Yeah, niggas and fly. That's one of Unk's favorite sayings. Niggas and flies. Niggas and flies, I do the spies. The more I hate niggas, the more I like flies. Damn. And nobody likes flies. And you know, that's that's something that. And look, brother, brother Tim, you said you heard it before, right? Yeah, I hear, I hear it a lot. Yeah, see, he's been. Yeah, see, that's a southern thing. That's a southern thing for life. I ain't hear it. I ain't, I haven't heard it from people up here too much. Not even older people. Not even older people, but I know some southern people who they 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 say that. Just put the cracker beast and remove flies and put the cracker. <laughs> yeah. Only thing that, like, 
Brother Little say, we don't have to reinvent the wheel. All we have to do is put some D's on it. All we got to do is put into application the work of the master teachers. Mm-hmm. Internalize that shit. And grow some, and we got to get some goddamn heart. I'm telling you, man, we got to get some life. I don't know where the fuck, you know, I don't know where the cowardly lion got his heart from. We might have to rewatch the Wiz or something. Nigga, we so crazy. We might have to go to the, look, look, I'm telling you. But we got to figure, we're going to have to get some heart. Or it's just going to be a whole generation that, look, man, is going to, look, you better make some babies now. Make some babies now. Make sure you stay here, because it's gonna be a whole generation that just get white. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and, and they've been working hard at it. We done. Yo, listen, listen. Plan look, revolution. I'm gonna tell you something that we we definitely need to be on is is goddamn making sure our, our women do not fucking participate in Planned Parenthood, man. These motherfuckers are backdoored us with all types of shit about our motherfucking lives. And they they done fucking killed millions of us who make it and then made our sisters feel guilty. Mm-hmm. Then made our sisters feel guilty, but by telling them that you can't afford this, you already can't afford this one, and we ain't letting no man be with you. Listen, and if you marry him, it's gonna be worse. You know what I'm saying? And just and, and this shit has taken look, man. It's y'all. That shit is broken. <laughs> that shit has broken the family down, man. And nobody has won. Nobody has won from that shit out the out the black family. Only the white man won from that shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, but it takes both of us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, both both the. Man, both the man and the woman, both that African king and African queen got to wake the fuck up, realize we at war, we need our motherfucking numbers, you know. It should matter that 23 chromosomes of yourself is out here. Okay? It should matter. But as a mental slave, I understand that's why... Those that have information got to be bold enough to, uh, you know, bring it to, you know, bring it how it is to our people. Yeah. We got to end Planned Parenthood. That is an act of war. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's an act of war. Anybody who's talking about they okay with Planned Parenthood is anti-African, man. I say. We got to put the pressure on each other. Brothers, you know a king out here, dunk, you know, planted his seed in the heaven and shit. Yo, you got to make sure that that queen had that. She harvested that. Sisters, you know a queen out here with a, a, a son ready to rise? You got to let her know, God damn it. You got to have that. So that may mean we have to help her out.
got to give ourselves back reasons to love ourselves, to love each other, man. That's definitely a powerful move right there. We got to, you know, and, uh, that, like I said, that Planned Parenthood has, has reached havoc. Then it put pressure on on relationships after that. But and then they want to get the queen on the birth control. And that shit sets off a whole another set of uh, mm-hmm. health issues. You know what I'm saying? It's genocide, man. It's a it's a motherfucking holocaust unseen. I'm and not, people don't uh, know it. Our people okay. don't know about how how this racist uh, cracker beast bitch. Uh, Margaret Zinger was behind this and all those other crackers, that uh, genocide yeah. shit. You know, our people don't know this, and, and we got to slap them in the face with it. And then, no, but then the thing is, they don't understand how much the church has been behind this. How this yeah. is the, the conduit for these fucking Shay. That these motherfuckers told you out front, we're going to use the church to help bring this forth. Gonna tell you to your face. Tell us to our face. We gonna use them to bring this forward. All this bullshit. We gonna give it to them through Jesus. Another reason to throw that shit in the garbage. Pastor Pink. Remember, Margaret Sanger said she needed a good pastor, a good preacher, a good black preacher to spread her philosophy. Mm-hmm. Hey, she she took. Listen. That's plantation uh, uh, magic. We're busy. Took it straight from the plantation. Ain't that what the cracker did? Yeah, oh. she knew already. Find a good nigga preacher. Yeah, they they already done set us up on Jesus, so they set us up on this shit. So now the, the man who can convey all the messages is not nobody who understands the political system properly. It's not him, not nobody. It's the preacher. It's the man got us shouting up and down every motherfucking Sunday. The one close to God. He's going to give you your ideology and who you're supposed to be behind. You can't have a motherfucking pig foot eating ass preacher telling you what the fuck to do. But, you know, as you said, the beast was very. Very persuasive in his move. You know what I mean, very persuasive in his move with how he he stepped to us with this whole situation. And so, somebody said it earlier. The vast majority of our people don't even know this. I mean, to you guys, it's simple. But the vast majority of our people don't know that simple statement about playing parenthood. Mm-hmm. I think that was Sister Camille said that. How uh, people don't know. People are oblivious. You know what? You know, I think that I think that we're gonna have to come together and we're gonna have to put together a little campaign where we where we just passing out these type of things every week. I heard people talking about media and stuff like that, and I think that uh, having daily or having weekly themes for. African-centered media um, venues is an excellent idea, you know what I'm saying? Didn't have proper propaganda being put out in communities. Wherever, you know, wherever these uh, media uh, outlets are hosted. You know, if you're in the city, you can, if you're in the city, you can do something. Why can't you? 
You know, I um, say. So that's that's just that's something that we can definitely accomplish. You know what I mean? You know, people people be you know scared to accomplish. You know, as Africans, we be scared to make waves and shit. We don't want to let people know we know nothing. Mm-hmm. We, you know, ready to do anything. So a little something you can do is we can start, you know, just taking taking our information, putting them on daily newsletters, little flyers or something like that. And if you, you know, uh, if you can give them away or if you can get it 25 cents, whatever it is, whatever it costs to cover the printing. Cover the printing, and that's it. That's what we need to start doing because we, one thing that happened is we, we we know we got information that the people need, and we over and we overcharging everybody for it. You know, I mean, unless you go, unless you go to, you know what I'm saying? Listen, man, look, it's certain people who are right. I understand. You Professor Leonard Jeffries, all right. You 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 Baba Aqua crazy, all right. You know what I mean? Certain people, I can understand why, you know, it, it should be a fee for certain information because you spent your life only ascertaining this information in order to give it back to the people. So this is something that you, you know, we, we can, you know, we, we, we should be willing to try to make sure that you live at least a decent life. A shame. A lot of people pimp in the community. Well, <laughs> I feel that, see, they brought information to us that was hidden. If you're regurgitating the works of the masses, why are you getting paid anything? Real shit. Why are you not giving the glory to the master teachers and saying, I'm... You know, you hear sharing. That's what you're doing. That's what I do. I ain't bring nothing. Ain't none of this mine. I'm sharing with little I have understand, digested thus far, of the few works that I got of the master teachers. Nothing more, nothing less. That's what we all do. So not unless you're doing like they did, you know. Hey. Right, be shit. And the shit is dangerous, man, because that shit got our youngsters want to inspire to be a goddamn nature instead of goddamn please, see, see, look, man. Goddamn. You know what I'm saying? Look, man, it's a thin line between the country shit and, and actually being a revolutionary, my nigga, goddamn, and they over there, they they not there. You feel me? Like brother boy say, country just need to wait. See, motherfuckers want to aspire to be a motherfucking lecturer now. Instead of getting out of doing what the motherfucker talking about. Okay, because I have no problem going to the abortion clinics out here with me or wherever and taking them newsletters that Brother Bourne talked about, going to the bus terminals and shit where I know my people at and passing that out. Okay? Mm-hmm. None whatsoever. 
I want to be disciplined enough that whenever I have the chance, you know, uh, to just acknowledge the examples that all of y'all set, you know what I'm saying, each and every one, educating your babies, all that. It's inspiring. This is the way we need to move. That's how, that's how, Queen. And, you know, um, as you say, you know, the whole family is inspiring. You know, um, couldn't do it without each other. That's the one thing is that we, you know, we couldn't do it without each other. Everybody with each other and everybody make sure we keep each other in the good, in the good thoughts. And that's something that we do. We, we build the camaraderie where we think about each other in a good way. So when we deal with each other, we speak to each other like that. Because we know we African. We ain't got no problem with that. We can disagree and still keep having the conversation, keep going, because we African, and we already decided that a long time ago. That's how we do. If you if you grew up in the hood, that's how you do. That's how you did from some of the town. We fight, and then we good. Yeah. We argue, then we tight. We run, and we, you know, we play it. You know, and I had brought up all of that to say because I had Brother Little Grandmama in my head. The, the, the whole way I came there, I wanted to convey that ain't nobody playing but us. Ain't nobody playing but us. Mm-hmm. But to realize this shit here. Yeah, before it's over. Before it is. There ain't no motherfucking guarantee on this. There ain't no guarantee. It's gonna start all over without you. But this should have started all over without you. But then, you know, um I let me see a couple, a couple of the points that, that have been made tonight. You know, it's definitely um, we'll have to make sure that we're playing our part a little bit harder in our opportunities to inform, inform the people. You know, we need, to, we need to, you know, make sure that we come together and build some type of way that we can pass our revolutionary ideologies and ideas, at least, you know, if they want a little, uh, you know, how you get to, you know, you can get a piece of, uh, uh, regular paper and put it in a printer and you can make like four little little cards out of it. And you could either hand them out. Brother Bourne, I'm sorry. Uh could you get the stalker out of here? Yeah, the stalker inside the room? Yeah, the pathological stalker, man. Uh, all right. We 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 about to we about to end the show. We can jump man, on damn. we can jump on his head in a in a hot second. Thank I'm you very saying. much. I'll get in I'll get I'll get that. There's enough enough theft going on. That's what sharp knowledge charlatans do, by the way. Mhm. Mhm. But but he'll go sell it. You know what I'm saying? Perverted yeah. and shit. Give his give his fat ass a microphone. He'll tell you. He'll tell y'all. He'll tell the police everything. Just give him a microphone and a couple of trinkets. Yo, I wish baby Huey was there last night. Because I sure enough had some young warriors. Damn, man. I sure enough did. It was beautiful, man. Crazy. My drink acting is so, 
I can bug out. Cause I can bug out on you. I ain't never seen this kind of stalking. But um, you know, it was definitely a good conversation. And going, you know, uh, we we give you your allotted, you will get your allotted fame later. You know what I'm saying? Um, again, though, we definitely have to move forward. You know, with a uh, with a strong propaganda campaign, and that's for everybody in their own community. As I said, you know, you can, you know, uh, most people got printers in their own home, and it's not just telling you to go make a thousand flyers, but you know, if you pass out twenty, twenty every day. Every day, you know what I'm saying, and you can make, uh, you can take, and as I said, you can get the paper printed out and have it divided up into sections of four, which is, you know, or maybe a statistic, uh, a website from somebody that you might, that uh, you might like some information from there, uh, maybe a YouTube site that people can get information from, uh, maybe a black business site also, and just a, you know, some words of encouragement, maybe a nice little picture up there, whatever. And, um, you know, if you can divide it, as I said, you can get it where you can divide it into fours. After you do that, you're, uh, or you, you know, three three sheets. You know what I'm saying? Three sheets, that's 12 right there. You know, it's easy to take four sheets, that's 16, man. You just hand them out to 16 random, 16 random Africans. Okay. You know, if you're out in the box, you're going to see them like them. You're going to see them Africans. So that'll be a good thing. We can always work that out. Oh, man. My damn, my damn chat room actually hit them more. nothing. I mean, the nigga has no pride. No self-esteem. Just pathetic. Hmm. But if you know, uh, what can we say? Yeah, it's pathetic. It's sad. What can we say? Self hatred is a bitch. What 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 number is that? What number is that? Number guesses. Uh, twenty. Wait. So brother Dante is in it. Twenty. Yeah. All right, black power, brother Dante. I see you out there, man. I just had to reopen this thing up, man. about an hour, so. All right. 
I miss much of it, but I I mean, I blame the most the biggest thing is the media that we've been exposed to. The 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 type of media that we had in the seventies, eighties, even the nineties has shifted, which has in turn shifted the minds of the people. The people don't create the entertainment anymore. The entertainment is creating the minds of the people. Mm-hmm. That's why I see all this ridiculousness out out right now. Mhm. Mhm. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Well, uh, now you you're totally correct about that too. About you know how media is just been shaping us, but uh, into what we are, and then placing that image all over across all over the globe. You know, to make the other people into what they've created here, that we sort of are similar to being something great. But with that being said, though, brother and Yami, if you if you like to close out with a couple words, um, please do. It was uh, definitely a good a good topic. And thank you for bringing the topic to the table. You know, you're always welcome to come on in. Yeah, peace. Uh, I enjoyed the, the conversation. Um, you guys are on point. Uh, I, cer- I certainly don't have all the answers, but I think if we just talked about the ideology that our ancestors gave us, you know, <clears throat> that's going to motivate us to, to at least think about it and how to reject all this this new stuff that's coming out that doesn't mean anything. And and that's why I want to bring it out, that we have brilliant ancestors that have they've laid out brilliant plans, and we just have to have the ability to carry out what they have laid out. And I, um, I thank you guys for the uh, conversation. I look forward to meeting you guys and getting to know you guys even better so we can build those relationships. Like if you if y'all need to come to Dallas, I can put you in my home because you're African people and we already have that relationship built. If I go out where you at, I feel comfortable in your home and you feel comfortable with me. That's what it is all about. And uh once again, Thank you for having me. I enjoyed the conversation. And a BB for Hodier. BB for Hodier. BB for Hodier, brother. For Hodier. Yes, sir. That's our brother and Yami. And definitely, uh, as a topic, we'll have to be revisiting this because we'll be shaping our ideology. Moving forward, we got a lot of things going on. We want to give a black power salute to our brother. But little out there with that best media, you know what I'm saying? You know, FOG West Coast thing going real hard. That best media is ready to rock it off. Um, so we definitely uh, love that. Did did we get the sisters? Hold on, hold on. Yeah, brother, brother Tim, get get us the website out again for the family. And make sure we give her exposure every every show. Yeah. It's uh, exclusiveblackemporium.com. You know, uh, you can come on there right now. We got the keychains, necklaces, and the uh, refrigerator magnets. We got uh, some few products from from some other vendors, uh, I mean, from some other businesses. Uh, We also got the um, 
the big the big art necklaces and everything. You'll be able to check it all out on the website, you know. And uh, if anybody write blogs, want to put some information up, uh, we got we got a spot for up there for for you know the family can put some information, share information for for other visitors to the site. You know what I'm saying? Black Power. Black Power. Black Power. I, I would be interested in that right there for sure. I say, I say, just go to the site. When you see the site, you'll see where it say blogs, and and it'll have a place where you know you can, you know, just put your thoughts up and you know share with the family. You know, that's another outlet to get uh, what we discussed in here across. I say, sharing that information. Black Power to the family out there, you know, and um, we definitely like to thank Brother Yami again for coming out. We like to thank Brother uh, PV for coming in and giving us some sharp words on what's going on with our sister Camille. We like to thank the sister Crystal, uh, um, you know, her two sons, Brother. Oh no, hold on, Brother Heyru, and the the other young brother name is I want to keep making me think of Man Carver. What, what was the young brother? What was the other young brother's name? Menelek and Haru. Yeah, I, uh, I keep wanting to say Menkara, but yeah, Menelek. Menelek and Haru. You know, they came in with that with that good old greeting, and so we're gonna end on we're gonna end the show with that same good old greeting. That's praising that turn of glory to Garvey, long live the spirit of Dr. Khaled Abdul Muhammad. Praise Harriet Tubman, glory to Ida B. Wells, long live the spirit of Sister Fanny Buhamer, of BB Fortier. Cracker in the truck. House nigga too. If you're a defender fighting to protect your organization from cyber attackers, you must be successful ending attacks every single time. They only need to be successful once. Cyber Reason reverses the attacker's advantage. Our future-ready attack platform gives defenders the wisdom to uncover, understand, and piece together multiple threats, and the precision focus to end cyber attacks instantly. Together, we are the defenders. Cyber Reason. End cyber attacks. From endpoints to everywhere. Learn more at cyberreason.com. That's C-Y-B-E-R-E-A-S-O-N.com.